This week on Face Off Hockey Show, hey, how about them jersey ads? Huh? Huh? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some vaccination or vaccination registrations that some players and fans will have to do. And BD Galloff will join us. Uh, talk some Islanders. Talk some new digs. Talk some back-to-back conference finals. Sure. Space Off Hockey Show. Right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's another Wednesday or whenever the hell you're listening to this. Welcome. Uh, I am indeed Scotty Waz. Johnny P over there. Yeah. We got an action packed show, Johnny. We do. Yeah. So. Um, B.D. Galoff will be joining us here in a bit. Islesbeat.com is the place you can find his musings uh, and at B.D. Galoff on Twitter. Of course, Lauer will join us later in the second hour. We're going to talk some uh, some vaccination stuff with the vac- vaccination. That doesn't sound right. It's but it hard does. to say vaccination oh, registration. Sorry. Yeah, that's the sensation of the sweep of the nation. Vaccination registration. Talk the judicial the- system. The judicial system. <laughs> Um, it turned lights on down here. Nice work. <laughs> you, you maybe forgot? Eh, I didn't know. It's been that type of week. What kind of jersey is that you're wearing? This is my uh, this is my Ted Lasso jersey. Oh, perfect. There it is. Yeah, uh, I wore this uh, on our IT, um, like our IT divisional team meeting today. That was on Zoom. Everybody like. Well, have the people turn like turn on their cameras. So I'm sitting in my kitchen wearing a Roy Kent jersey from Ted Lasso, AFC Richmond. Just, you know, hanging out, talking to the CAO. Not a single person said anything about it. Like, wow. what the hell, people? You guys don't notice shit. <laughs> How dare you? I had this this is a quality reference and you people are screwing it, it up for it. It was a great reference. That's what I thought. Like what oh. the heck? It's video humor. Exactly. It's humor, but on like live action humor. Oh, well. Ungrateful. Ungrateful, Johnny. Yep. Agreed. The things I do for a laugh, got nothing. Yeah. What else you get up to? Anything fun and interesting as you prepare for your uh, new deck? Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to Jersey this weekend. At least oh. tomorrow morning. Uh, oh. So I can pick up some of those ads that you're looking for. Oh yeah, sure. The jersey ads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, I'll see what I'll see what I can get. Forget about it. That's a that's a good jersey ad. Uh, that would be a great jersey ad, actually. Uh, anything where you can't pump your own gas, that's a good ad. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I'm going to the shore, which I realize is stereotypical for an Italian, but say so you're a little little racist to yourself there on that one. <laughs> a little racist to yourself. 
But yeah, so that's going on. I'm taking my golf clubs, though. I'm going to play golf up there, I think, again. Nice. Nice. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is apparently the summer of golf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the golf summer for Johnny P. Um, but not no VW golf, though. No. Mm-mm. No dice. Uh, I didn't really do anything else. Uh, this weekend, my body decided to revolt. Um, Saturday, I sneezed and my nose ran all weekend. And then Sunday, I felt like I was going to throw up because of Saturday. So, yeah, bad weekend. Really bad weekend. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I laid on the couch, did nothing. Woke up Monday and I was feeling kind of, you know, felt like kind of drunk. Uh-huh. I hadn't been drinking in a bit. So I'm like, well, that can't be it. Um, Was it labyrinthism? I don't know what that means. You get dizzy off of labyrinthism. Oh, yeah. No. You also can probably see David Bowie. I was going to say that too. I don't, I don't get the Bowie reference, uh, but <laughs> no, it's actually a real thing. Oh, interesting. I looked up uh, uh, symptoms of being dizzy on WebMD at one point, and they were like, "Do you have labyrinthism?" And I was like, "Whoa, what is that? Does that mean Sarah, you're, friend? You're the babe with the power? <laughs> probably. That'd be great. Uh, no, and then they're just like, "All right, we're going to look in your went to the walk-in clinic after work. Look in there. Yeah, you got you got that uh, that crazy packed-in earwax there." Uh-oh. How about that? Like uh, using Q-tips? Yeah, I know I'm not supposed to, but yeah, well, here we are. So I, uh, I'm going to ask a dumb question. You know, yeah. you know, Q-tips, you're not supposed to use them. Has anybody else ever come out with what you're supposed to use? Like, do you have to do you have to get that uh, that earwax vacuum that they used to have on NHL.com? Uh, or that the the uh, the the other like the the K tip where it's just like the spiral thing and you put it in your, it's like silicone. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't Is know. Is that what I, you're supposed to use? I think uh, you're not supposed to use anything because the wax is protecting your your eardrum. But what, if you pack it in there, then why is that a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because then it presses put pressure on your eardrum and that messes up your equilibrium. Uh, then you see David Bowie. Most of the time, I just use the Q-tips to scratch the inside of my ear anyway. So. Yeah, I know. It is such a good feeling, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> ourselves here. Um, but here's the thing is that that wax packs in, and then you're you're under pressure. Did you say On wax packs? Huh? Wax packs. Wax packs. Jim and Tan. Um, so what they did is they tried to irrigate the ear, which is apparently the new sensation that's sweeping the nation cool. on, for the um, influencers. So they get the big hose bottle of warm water and they just start spraying your ear, like pa- trying to power wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, did two rounds of it, didn't go through. They're like, yeah, that's that's some bitch still in there. So I had to get some ear drops and then I have to do the uh, the irrigation myself, which I'm sure will not fail horribly. I, I hope it's spelled uh, E A R R irrigation. Yeah. There if actually, not, somebody's really missing a copyright. There is actually a copyright for a thing called an irrigator, and it's E A R dash gator. Nice. Irrigator. I mean, it, it sounds basically to me like you're using a neti pot in your ear. Essentially, but it's not coming out the other ear. Yes. It's just going in and out. <laughs> See the neti pot? Give, it, give it time. Okay, that's true. We go <laughs> all the way through the ear um, to the other one. but I also couldn't get water to go through my nose, so. <laughs> just get backed up and then i'm like man i hope i hope the water the tap water we're using here is only up and up oh, um, goddamn parasite they, in my goddamn brain they, they, at that point so you try to irrigate and then i'm not gonna say you irrigate your ear i'm just gonna say irrigate from now yeah. on yeah yeah um so you try to irrigate and you end up with an ear infection after yeah, that'd be really weird or worse parasites of the brain yeah yeah could be worse 
Um, so yeah, maybe it'll be one of those like tapeworms that makes it down to your stomach and just eats oh, bunch of God, like great. please just give like, me food that. and stuff. You, you start losing weight. Oh, keep it in there. You're my buddy. <laughs> it, Doc, it's fine. Just let me get another like ten pounds out of this guy. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be all right. Perfect. Thanks, Doc. This is lured out with milk. <laughs> As long as it doesn't go all space balls and like come out of your stomach. It's like, hello, my baby. Hello, my yeah, dog. Right. That'd be messy because then your intestines are screwed up. And it's like, yeah. Oh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's been about it. I didn't do much this weekend. I kind of just hung out. and. I mean, it sounds like you did enough. Yeah. I got my uh, my brake light was coming on as I was driving. I'm like, well, that's a bit odd. Um, <clears throat> so... Went to get that checked out. They're like, yeah, when they fixed your ABS, they didn't bleed the whole brake system. So you're just super low on fluid. Like, ah, all right. Well, thank God it's not not worse. Yeah. Also, probably air in your brake lines isn't smart. I don't remember. I don't believe. Nah, nah. It makes the car lighter, though. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it'll, it'll, it'll give you the uh, air underneath you to see God afterwards because your yeah. brakes are all <laughs> Well, only if you hit that uh, speed bump. In the corner of turns five and six. Yeah, exactly. holy Jesus, that was a race. What? <laughs> holy hell. I did watch that. I watched. Uh, I actually watched the race on Saturday and the, the one on Sunday. Let's cross. I think the- I, no, I watched the indie race, too. I watched all three races this weekend. Ah, boy. Yeah, I did. In, in the draft show uh, this Friday or whenever Todd puts it up, go to at in the draft show on Facebook and Twitter to find out when it does go up. And we'll be talking about that. Woo! Indy was a race. <laughs> I had to record. Uh, well, so the Indy car one was great because the one dude hits the uh, speed bump in the first place and has like all four wheels off and it's just flat. Like yeah. he's not even spinning it. Just a flat jump lands it and like just goes right back like nothing happened. Then the Xfinity car goes and was not as smooth. No. And then all <laughs> hell broke loose on Sunday. And I was like, because I remember watching it, and I was like, holy shit, somebody spun. Oh, no, Legato is in the tires. And then they, like, pan out, and there are, like, six <laughs> other cars, like, going into the grass. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Why are, and, and great work by NBC to get that camera angle uh-huh. of all the things wrecking. Now nah, we're just going to get the grass. <laughs> Fucking God. Just yeah. stuff sliding into the grass. And right? I was like, oh, my God. Jeez. And then I was like, oh, look, Chase Elliott got through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. He did it. Uh, so. Yeah, that was nuts. That was a extremely uh, nuts racing weekend. Indeed. Indeed. And we'll do the NASCAR side of things on In the Draft Show whenever that goes up. Um, all right. Let's, one injury. No, no, not enough for music. So I all right. Sounds great. Um, Austin Matthews had some wrist surgery. He is out for six weeks. Oh, no. But I saw him at the Blue Jays game. Right. Resting his wrist. Uh, good. Uh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. All the stuff you need uh, is right there. And kind of, not really, actually. Nothing Nothing you need is there except video shows. You give a dollar, get the video feed. How about that? If you give $5, not only do you pick the uh, segment, but uh, help us pick a segment, but you also get some goodies after the show or during the show. Who knows what the show we should at one point allow the $1 people to vote on what jersey I should wear during the show and just give them like a 
Well, if we do a patron patrons only thing. Yeah, we can do uh, like a jersey like around a sixteen. There we go. And then whichever team wins, whichever jersey wins, moves on. I'll just pick my sixteen best jerseys. Well, we'll yeah do that, and then we'll do a bracket, and away we go. Yeah. Uh, be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed, so can you. It's Face Off Hockey Show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. All the money you give to us goes back into the show. And Johnny, yeah. there's a tie, so we'll talk about the vaccination stuff with Lara Richardson later. Okay. Jersey ads, though. Oh, God, uh, I love this. I love every minute of the jersey ads, though. I do. I love this a lot, and I love just the pure hatred and whining that Twitter has devolved into over three and a half inches. And what? Yeah, that's all it is, right? It's a three and a half inch oh, rectangle thought, that goes on the jersey. Thought we're talking about something else. Uh, um, I mean, I left it hanging. Hey, uh, from the ground. Uh, yeah, so. In very Republican fashion, fans hate this idea. Uh, I am not shocked in the least that this that uh, that a that they're pissed, but b that this happened. Like you knew helmet uh, helmet ads were going to be a gateway drug, and that's fine. I couldn't care less. Right. Some of these places aren't going to have full arenas still. So starting in 2022-23, hey, we got Jersey ads three by three and a half. Away we go. They surveyed the league uh, and the teams, and they found the majority were in favor of implementing the ads. And then formal vote to the board of governors. Top 100 answers are on the board. Top 100 answers on the board. <laughs> uh, yep, so three inches by three and a half, slightly bigger than the patches on the NBA jerseys. They started that in 2017, so they have uh, four years uh, of revenue. On things of revenue. Yeah. Um, obviously, we see this as a jumping board. I, again, Every major, every minor league has done this for decades. Like, it's a fool's gambit if you're running a minor league or even a junior, which is I'm surprised that Black Bears don't have sponsors on their jersey. Not yet, but they could have MedStar on them if MedStar's doing the Caps jerseys. That'd be great. Because that's what I saw was the MedStar logo on the Caps jerseys. Well, they've had that on their practice jerseys for years now. Yeah. Uh, so. But, I mean, MedStar could do it. MedStar already... Oh. Provides people money. Amber comes exactly. from Bedstar. Exactly. So, but you know, if if you're running a sports league, a minor league in in hockey, in North America, even in Europe, you are putting some kind of advertisement on your jersey because you need to make that money, gamers. I'm fine. I don't know why. I understand why people are pissed because they're faux traditionalist. Faux uh, traditional. And it's just like. Yeah, guess what, dude? Shit, shit's crazy. Uh, you know, we still got a pandemic going on. There's gonna be fucking. You gotta bring paperwork to make sure you can get into the arena. Jesus Christ! Like this is, uh, it's a new day. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, that's what it's all gonna be about. Get used to it, cause fucking who doesn't like a little money in the free market enterprise? That is uh, the capitalist society we live in today. Yep, agreed. So, I, I'm I'm kind of shocked it's not coming in this year. I think the the waiting period, obviously, the the time constraints are a bit much, but um, yeah, it's one of those things where I mean they just have to show a bunch of uh, ads on jerseys. The problem is the ones they probably produce to sell in stores. Those probably won't get 
the from what I because the NBA doesn't have the jer- the uh, the the logos or the ads on the jerseys that they sell. really I do not believe so. God, that seems like a no brainer. Um, well, I think that fanatics would have to license that out and they don't want to give money for their shitty gear. Maybe true. So, um, to, to, as far as my knowledge goes, yep. If you get a, uh, well, I can get a Russell Westbrook. Even an authentic or do they even sell things like authentic basketball jerseys? Um, they have two different types of jerseys, a swing man and the, um, Swing man and the fast break. I don't know which is which. <laughs> and the space eater. Yeah. <laughs> but none of the jerseys have sponsorship ads as I'm looking on the, huh. the Wizards. Um, I feel like that would be in the contract of like anywhere that sells the jerseys will also have your ad on it. Boom. Well, I think that that would have to be. It should, it should be. That'd be fun. But I think I think this makes the game-used jersey uh, market go up if people want to be real authentic about it. Yeah, because I'm not going to buy an authentic jersey now if it doesn't come with an ad on it. Right? Right. I mean, if I, if I buy the jersey because I want the ad on it. I want it to be the, what they wear on the ice. I, I'm not I spending want... 250 bucks for an Adidas jersey that doesn't have the three-and-a-half-by-three-inch whatever logo on it anyway right you would think that it's just no maybe if you go like you buy it at the arena they'll do that and put that on there but if Could you and uh fanatics then yeah no dice i mean i don't want to buy from fanatics anyway but yeah no one does it's really not it's not great not a great story yeah i don't have a problem with this at all i think it's fantastic i think that if you showed a hundred hockey in quotation mark, fans on Twitter, a helmet and a player in that helmet and said, did this helmet have a uh, an ad on it or the Maple Leafs logo? People would be like, oh. What are you stopping me on the street for, sir? <laughs> They're like, you live in Toronto. I thought all you talked about was hockey. Um, sir, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> oh. But yes. Do you want the Maple Leafs poutine? Mm, that's expensive, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I'm fine. I don't. I'm fine with this. Perfect. Perfect in every way. Yeah, I feel like Sassy Bettman's just sitting back counting money at this point, being like, "Look at all the dummies." Dollar, dollar bills, yo. They're never gonna come back to hockey, my ass. Right. Like everyone's just like, oh, people are greedy. They're greedy. Uh, get fucked. <laughs> greedy my ass, dude. Come on. That's the way it is. Like, yeah, I mean, shit. Some teams have lost like a year and a half of stadium revenue for Christ's sake. Do baseball? Uh, does do baseball teams have ads on their jerseys? I haven't watched a baseball game in two years. I don't think they do not. But I'm sure that's the next. They'll probably do batting helmets. Because they do that, they did that for the uh, games where over in Japan, yeah. the Japanese sponsorship had on the side of the batting helmets, uh, what kind of gear that was. Uh, hey. So I mean, I'm sure that's gonna come. And then God, so if you want, if you want a shit fit, that's the way to go. Is wait till baseball does it, and all the old old people are gonna be all pissed off. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, but they just had a game in a cornfield, so well, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fine. 
Yeah. They 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 had a hell of, I didn't they didn't watch all of it. I saw the highlights. That was a hell of a hell of an end of the game. Didn't need to wait the other four hours. I didn't watch any of it actually. I saw the video of um, them coming in through the cornfield, and I was like, "Huh, that's really cool." And then whatever channel it was on, the drone coverage moved just far enough away that you could see that there was 15 feet of corn, and then like a total like a walkway behind it. And I was like, "All right, that's not cool anymore." It's like, "Oh, well, that's that's not. They're they're not dead." Yeah, they're not dead. What the hell? You know, this is false advertising. I wanted Why to watch a bunch dead? of dead people play on the Field of Dreams. Let's go. Exactly. Bring back James Earl Jones for like here. I don't think he's dead, is he? Oh, I thought he was dead. I not. Are you sure? I'm looking it up right now. Pretty sure he's still alive. I haven't seen him in a really long time. Maybe he's taking hey. on that Terrence Mann persona now. He is still alive. He is 90 years old. Wow. Still going strong. Didn't know, I had no idea. I haven't seen James Earl Jones in a really, really long time. Yeah, well, he's 90 years old. That's probably why. I mean, you can still see apparently, people. Apparently, he was in the new Coming to America movie, too. Oh, all right. I, I did not see that either. No, it's on Amazon. I haven't seen it either. It's on Amazon. I just don't want to watch it. I, I know. I have so many movies that are on Amazon or HBO Max, and I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel like watching it. Yeah. Like, Suicide Squad, otherwise known as Guardians of the Galaxy two and a half. Guardians of the Galaxy, but brighter. It's past it's pastel Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so there we go. Yep, ads on jerseys, we're A okay with it. Don't see any problem with it. I don't know. Why the hell was James Earl Jones not at the game now then? Kevin Costner was there. The money wasn't for him. Bullshit. They couldn't have. They could have money for Kevin Costner or money for James Earl Jones voiceover. <laughs> they chose the guy at the at the at the actual field. It's dumb. Yeah. This game's getting dumber and dumber now. This this outdoor game. Well, so so uh, I was having a conversation about how the uh, the Field of Dreams game for baseball is now the uh, baseball's version of the Winter Classic. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's one of those things where it, also wrestling and saw that and they saw the success of it uh, and the NBA, too. And they're just like, where do we go now to right. make this a thing? Basketball games on uh, air, aircraft carriers. That's happened yeah. before. College has been done. Got to have an NBA game at Rucker Park and have the N1 guy just running around. <laughs> having the time of his life. On the court. Exactly. On the goddamn court. Just no, just no, nothing else. Just have it there. Ugh, that'd be great. You're lovely. I would, I would enjoy every minute of that. Which is why we can't have it. No, nope. nope. not gonna happen. Not gonna that. Not what and be prudent. Not on that. NASCAR can't do it unless they go full cannonball run and just give two points, make them drive between Here's Dover and. Uh, at the Do- the Dover Dover uh, Oval and Richmond uh, Motor Speedway, and whoever gets to Richmond the fastest wins. They kind of went back to the roots with the dirt race at Bristol earlier this year. True, so, except it tore cars up. Except that was probably the dumbest race I've ever seen. <laughs> um, actually, no, that's a lie. There was a dirt there's a dirt course not too long ago in the Truck Series that tore up every car out there. 
I would appreciate it though if uh, they were driving. They had to drive far enough that they had to stop at Sunoco, like an actual Sunoco, to get fuel. Good luck. I don't think there's a Sunoco from Dover to <laughs> Richmond at any point, man. There's one at Glenburnie. Where? Right across the street from the Giant. It's in the same shopping center as the Giant. Yeah. Sunoco. They're all going to stop there, man. Jesus. It'll be perfect. I'll just sit on Route 3 and take pictures of NASCAR coming through. And they could they could just do wheelies in the old Walmart parking lot. <laughs> uh, whenever they need to change tires, they have to like pull into like a, a rest stop somewhere. You have to go to the used tire shop. That's one like on train too. They could get the windows tinted. There's exactly. only one window, but somehow you might need both. I think if you're driving on the streets, though, you might need both windows. Then I get a phone call from my mom. Yeah, listen. Your father somehow got a spotter gig uh, for NASCAR coming through town. You know anything about this? I'm like, ah, uh, it's because he knows a guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. He was telling, uh, he was actually trying to tell people how to get through the lights the fastest. Exactly. He's like, I set them all up. You listen, you got the back roads here. You don't want to do this one. You're just keep, keep an eye on that, that road there. At this time, it's going to go. All right, Stan. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. I gotta call him this week and them this weekend. I haven't talked to them in a while. Okay, sounds well, good. It's usually just talking to my mom, and then it's her first. It's her first time. It's her first time in like thirty some years. She doesn't have to go to work or for school, so God only knows oh, cool. what she's gonna do with her time. That's awesome. Yeah, and she's retired now. She finally said, "Eh, seventy-one years. We're good. Oh Don't yeah, work no more." And I'm like, "Hey, listen, I'd learned that at like twenty-five. Didn't need to work then." So, <laughs> fucking thanks coming to my world, mom. Uh, who else do we got? Who else could we get in here? Uh, Mr. I like how you kicked yourself out after the uh, 20th anniversary show. Oh, right. <laughs> how do I not? How can I add him to the call? I don't understand. I don't understand the Skype, the Skype logic. Are they changing on you? I thought you've been adding people on I, the fly. And them. It says, it says call free on Skype, but I don't want to call him. Or I guess, I guess that means, yeah. I don't fucking know. Well, yeah. I left the Skype up to you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll get we'll get BD Galoff on the on the that's line. What I do. That's what I do best. Yeah, that's that's the production in you. Production man. Hey, I just get people on the show. Apparently. Yeah. You're just ready to go and rip roaring. Uh do we have them all the way live? We can hear him. We can hear him, and there's there's his camera right and now. And we can see him. And we can see him, and we're not drunken messes. Hi, B. Yes. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you, sir? Thanks for coming back on again. Um, and we will, you know, we, we were actually just talking about the ads on jerseys and, and your thoughts on this whole new world that we're going to have as uh, money keeps rolling in for the NHL. Yeah, it was, an, it was inevitable. Um, I just think it's going to be interesting, especially after all the Evander uh, Kane stuff when sports betting places are going to be one of the number one places that are going to try to get um their name on jerseys very yeah. true it's going to be it's going to be betting places or banks or whatever conglomeration canada has which is bell and rogers and they'll alternate between the two ah boy uh what would be the the pick for the your new york islanders there what would what do you think they'll dip their toes into is it ubs is it going to be the arena sponsor as well oh god um I like the old days when it was like stupid places and like uh, tattoo parlors and <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, I would say, uh, oh, 
Uh, I have to think about the businesses on Long Island. I, to me, I would, I if I was UBS, I wouldn't necessarily be one of the first ones in line. But since they they already did a uh, big drop on the uh, on the venue, but uh, you know any of those Northwell, any of those type of places that used to be also all over the Coliseum, you might see. So how have you know the the UBS is coming in? How much of an atmosphere do you think that's going to partake in? Like when when you look at going from Nassau and then the abomination that was Barclays Center, um, then back to Nassau, uh, what kind of what kind of image is this going to take for UBS to be like the new home? Is it going to be as quaint as Nassau has been from what you've seen? Um, no, and one of the things is I have not done um, any of the walkthroughs or anything yet um just because i work on the edge of suffolk county and getting onto the other side of nassau county is not an easy do and my summer has not been to my uh preference on time and uh the ability to do anything including uh, as my wife will tell you uh any vacation because of yeah. the surgery and everything else it completely decimated everything but um I think it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment because, look, it, everybody's going to think it's theirs and all like that. But, and they're going to pay, you know, as much as they're trying to keep costs down, they're going to be premium prices and there will be premium prices. Even if the seats aren't the premium prices, it will be on everything else. Uh, that's the way it works. And they it will take an adjustment because NASA Coliseum was in such a way that you were really on top of everything, which was one of the problems because it didn't generate any money unless you had a sweetheart deal given out by NASA County. So it's going to take an adjustment to the the size and the feel of it as much as people are excited about it. Um, you know, but it does seem like the things that drove us crazy with NASA Coliseum in the inability um, to understand crowds and how to move people and bathrooms and everything else, which was never changed on NASA. You can put lipstick on a pig and make the outside all nice and everything. It was still shit. Um, <laughs> the, the What was great about it was the sound, the noise, and being on top of everything. And I think that's going to be a little bit of an adjustment because in any normal venue done to best practices now it's not as like nasa was so it, it will be a difference but i i do think that uh you know they'll it, it's ours like it or not so but i pretty much they're doing a lot of in the details you know the the item like uh you you lose idea to utilize the rainwater for the ice which i um, am curious on how that process is going to be that I, I i await that that sounds fantastic i'm not gonna lie to you um and they're you know what they're moving into a new arena at the at a, a nice time for the franchise two back-to-back final four appearances one called the conference final one called the, the stanley cup semi-final um i guess starting from the back and and you know our boy barry trotz we saw what he can do here and we touched a little bit about on, on the 20th anniversary but just the culture he created it, it seemed to create with the islanders it seems that they have found a nice little niche for themselves to have success if they don't play the lightning in that uh, conference final 
Yeah, um, look, they're, they work a um, defensive grinding type of game. Those teams that can't handle that, and this is what took out the Avalanche and other types of teams, if you can't adjust your style and compensate, um, eventually, you know, you have to be able to kind of change gears. Teams that don't have that ability kind of get rooted out. And, you know, unfortunately, we met Tampa, who is capable of changing their game as needed, and in the end, outgrinded us and beat us at our own game. So, um, and and that's the problem. It's it, they have a more elite level of, of players. But, you know, the, the, the pieces that we have, and um, though we are one of getting older and older as we move along, um, we're still capable in the next year or two to at least get to the doorstep. It's, it's all about, you know, who's there and, uh, you know, having enough tools finally to take out Tampa is the question, or a team that takes out Tampa trying to take on the team that can do that. Um, it's going to be very interesting because it doesn't look necessarily like we're making a whole lot of changes. I think when it comes down to it, despite all the talk and all the guesswork and people who don't really can't do math on the cap and understanding that there's cap room that's still allocated. Um, I think it's pretty much the same team, though, um, with an, a healthy Anders Lee. And, and still right now, and probably until at least the preseason, uh, a gap in, uh, in that second pair because they traded Nick Letty and they haven't seemed to be able to fill it. So I think that that's going to be an interesting thing. And I don't necessarily believe the mantra that they'll fill it from within for a, a second pair. Yeah. And yeah. then you look, you look at this roster here and just yeah, like you said, little to no changes. I think the only big news was Adam Pellick re-signing for that, uh, for that deal until the end of 28-29. Uh, and you still Anthony Bavillier, RFA with arbitration. Same with uh, Ilya Sorokin. Uh you know, I guess I guess if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. But at the same time, if you stay complacent, that could, you know, screw yeah. a whole thing up while everyone's getting better. Yeah, that's I don't, what I was going to ask, because in your summer of, you know, not being able to vacation, have you sent Lou a thank you note yet for not doing anything? Because uh, <laughs> you didn't you didn't have to write about stuff or, you know, that that's true. Um, the I think he's tried to make improvements, but. As, as we know, wishes, it depends on market and teams and what they want back. And I think one of the things that we've run into is, and I keep on being told this, is that the Islanders' assets, when it comes to somebody like for St. Louis, for Tarasenko, um, they don't have the assets. You know, fans are like, oh, they're giving them away for nothing. That's not true. Um that's that's people who are sourcing teams that are that are vying for his services. And I know that Carolina is one of the teams vying for his services. And I think it all depends on what their cap situation is, who they're moving and the money that's involved. So I think that 
I think I've been told that the Islanders really don't have the assets. We're not a good match in what St. Louis would like, and other teams are. So, you know, you can only do so much. You can have the desire to to bring on board whatever, but, you know, it's really been, and, and this was true even when Garth Snow was running the team, it was contingent on market, and if you couldn't come up with a deal um, you had to deal with what you had and hope that you had enough in your own system to fill some of those roles or step up, you know, and, and the big core players that have done that have really gone as far as they can really go. I don't know. We have Wallstrom and uh, Dobson, but beyond that, there's no one clamoring. There might be some options, but, you know, there's nobody who's going to just blow up like like that yeah, no not at all uh bd galoff joins us at bd galoff on twitter islesbeat.com is where you can find his musings and uh you know johnny one of your favorite players matt barzell is an uh-huh. island and uh what what has he meant to this organization bd i mean 24 years old a couple years left he's still going to be on an rfa contract what has this kid meant to bringing the islanders uh, a little bit closer and closer to the stanley cup He's uh, definitely a big part of it, especially um, in, you know, once Jay uh, Taver has left. Um, he is um, someone who is, and here's the, the, the basic misunderstanding of him. He is not an elite player that makes everyone else elite around him, but he is a extremely skilled player that's really a playmaker that's being asked to do more because there's no true great wings on his line. So he's constantly, um, and he has amazing talent, but, you know, he's not, he's constantly being asked to do more because you're still missing that other piece on the line. And, you know, now we have an interesting scenario because Eberle is gone. So, and it's going to be interesting of how, you know, do they move up Wallstrom? To, you know, is his, is his game rounded out so he's not so much a defensive liability? We know that even Matt Barzell was a little bit of a, and, and that line was a le- defensive liability because they kept on using a fourth liner to push in there to offset defensively so they wouldn't get just to keep a certain level in place. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they fill out. But Barzell is a big part of um, of it. They just, it, it's really about understanding expectation and really what his role and what his true skill sets are. And unfortunately, unless they can pull off a deal, um, you know, you're not going to have, you're going to have to work with what what's there. And there are some, you know, Anders Lee comes back. You have Kyle Palmieri clearly resigned. Um, so there's definitely talent to put with him. But is it that top tier? And as, you know, and, and we saw when they roll different lines and, and 
force teams to not just focus on Barzell because they'll get killed on other lines. That's when they were best. So you might see more of the evening out of talent across the lines so that Brock Nelson, uh, Hajou, does anybody that can split other teams to focus? Because once they focus on Barzell and the Islanders didn't have an answer at the end of the season, they kind of went into a little bit of a tailspin. Anders Lee was out as a confidence uh-huh. item. But during the playoffs, the more they filled out the talent and across the, the lines, then Barzell was able, because of all the team's best players against him, weren't just they couldn't just hyper-focus on him because they would pay dearly in, in different ways. So we might see more of that. Yeah, that's what Barry Trotz did with the uh, caps at points as well, is uh, breaking up some players and pushing players to third lines to, you know, make sure that a team couldn't just focus a third line shutdown line against the Ovechkin backstrom line. You know, like there were two other lines that could beat you at that point as well. Um, But, uh, I was gonna. I, I have an affinity for goalies, obviously, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, is uh, who are the two goalies right now? It's, I mean, uh, Sorokin and Var- Varlamov. Our boys. Is Varlamov still there? I thought he left. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, so how the uh, so I guess the who is the starter though in that situation now? It's still Varley, um, and we saw that during the playoffs too, and and Sorokin knows that. Um, one is their friends and they were friends before they were even on this team. Um, but Varley, you saw in the playoffs, even he got, you know, dinged up and he got hurt in the Pittsburgh and they tried to roll him back in because they know the best goalie for their situation and setup right now is, is, is Varley, but um, luckily, Sorkin was good enough and could. he's really kind of like what Grice was. He's really right now a 1B. And yes, he definitely has the potential of taking over. And we might see that in a, in a year or two. Or, but, you know, we, we've also seen how teams can take and ride tandems uh, for a while. And they're going to try to ride that as long as they can. Until Sorkin makes it no argument anymore. Absolutely, yeah. and then yeah. I mean, with, with the Caps, we see that too. We see the uh, the tandem of, uh, but we know uh, Samsonov is the top guy. But Venasek was trying to get starts here and there after you know COVID and other things, uh, and then you know Samsonov doing that. But I think the one one A one B situation is is the uh, the wave of today. Um, so always a hoot for that. Uh, the, what's that? Still the wave of today. Yeah, still the wave of today. The Minnesota Wild from 2000 really taught us something. Uh, that's for sure. Um, Who knew? Yeah, right, exactly. Who knew that, that Manny Fernandez and uh, and uh, Dwayne Rolls show us the way? Not me. Uh, do you think the Islanders get slept on by everyone, like, overall, like, outside of the fan base? Do you think, because I'm looking at this team, and you mentioned just, you know, Barzell's great, but there's so much, there's a decent amount of guys who can pop in, like, we saw Brock Nelson come alive for a couple of years, kind of dropped off a little last year, but you know, he still was solid. Uh, Pajot, e- Lee was injured for most of it. Do a lot of 
people in the mainstream sleep on the Islanders. Yeah, they do, but they also um, they forget that it's also system based too. Look, the Islanders' core, um, and that's the one boon that um, has really made them so competitive out the gate. You know, when Trotz and and Trotz and Lou have also alluded to this in in many an interview uh, at the time that they didn't realize those core players and those players within were had those skill sets that they did because they were coming in from the outside and realizing, you know, he, and just as you were talking about players that can chip in, uh, Josh Bailey is another one and um, didn't have the type of playoffs. Actually, he had, he had a Bafo playoffs two, two seasons ago and they have these abilities to kind of raise their game and a competitive nature and, and kind of clutch. And they seem to really be able to raise that level um, when needed. And that really fits that Trot's mindset pretty well. So once the proper development and coaching system was in place the and the veteran coach that they so needed for so long that seemed to be the the pieces that really kind of let them thrive and you know in there and so eventually that talent and those innate skills and those intangibles will come up and seems to come up when they need it Yes, indeed. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this one, BD. What do you expect? What what can you look into the crystal ball and think for your New York Islanders coming up? Is it another conference final? Do they finally break through? What do we got here? What do you see going ahead for 21-22? Um, well, it'll be interesting because um, last year is such a, an interesting thing, and people don't want to really go into it, especially if their teams did well, but there was no preseason. Mm-hmm. There, the training camp was next to nothing, and this season was this, uh, you know, condensed sprint. Uh-huh. So, you know, going into a, a knockwood that we go into a normal season, and I, I really don't know how that will go um, in terms of delta and 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 you know any kind of variant as it comes around, but hopefully, you know, in knockwood that they're able to kind of establish, um, you know, not that the beginning part of the season for them is that great because they're on the road for so long until the, the arena opens. But for them, it's it's a return to normalcy, and it'll be very interesting for those teams in the, um, the abrupt ended season and then playoffs of year before and then this condensed sprint we might see some other teams start to rise up that didn't necessarily do well with those situations and that and that's going to be an adjustment because that's two years in a row and i think that but i think they're very well prepared and they have enough depth um to go as you know they are especially with the added players um, from last tread deadline and and now too, enough to be a cup contender, to get down to the nitty gritty. Though you know, 
and you know nothing's assured and injuries is obviously a big part of of every of every team situation and and depth and uh, and what can be you know and if you know or, or otherwise trades but i think they're very well set up for being a cup contender um the only thing that i say is that they don't have enough things changed to take out the 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 team that's in their way they just have to exercise the demons exactly yeah, yeah. it has happened before it has happened before <laughs> so hopefully you have happen. anything uh upcoming on uh on the uh website now i wanted to do something on i was thinking of doing a politics piece uh because cuomo was a mixed bag and obviously you know cuomo is a fiasco now but um <laughs> he people you know try to just give him oh well the greatest thing he ever did was get the isles arena and really all he did was get nassau county out of the situation which is a very corrupt insular county and as i started to talk to people that i knew from doing you know my bread and butter for kind of uh in the past was to get in the middle of the arena fiasco between the town of Hempstead and and the islanders and and talking to those people um damato and mundello who basically deep six the lighthouse project because the islanders would not pay to, pay to play you know pay hire friends do the do the do the do the Sounds work like extortion <laughs> it basically is and basically they were and then if the islanders got away with it then they lose face and no one's going to follow through they had to stick to that to make sure because otherwise if the islanders get away with it the philosophy is and this is the broken philosophy of long island uh then everybody will get away with it and not realizing that the whole system is just corrupt well those two guys i ended up finding out are still in charge oh. behind the scenes <laughs> still running the table so it's very despondent to to go into that history and know that these two fucking yahoos <laughs> are still the the arbitrators of anybody's business um from top to bottom and it, it's kind of depressing so the more i wanted to write about it the more i found it was disgusting it left <laughs> a bad taste in my mouth so i decided to just stop and halt and the only other thing that's going on is that uh you know and, and i've said this on on twitter is that i feel that carolina is the biggest team player to get tarasenko's uh, services um and they seem to be confident that you're going to get them in the end and it seems to be contingent on whatever else signings they need to do to see whatever their cap situation is and that's not what islander fans want to hear and and then we of course get these stories out of well maybe teams are wary on his health that's general chatter or it, i feel like a lot of things are very telegraphed or we get other pieces that are sourced clearly from people saying that from teams that are vying for a services that says Armstrong has no leeway. He has to give them away for nothing. So that's the only thing that seems to be still popping along. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that bears out. 
But uh, other than that, I think the Islanders pretty much stay as is unless something com- completely changes. All right. Well, BD, thank you for your time, buddy. We appreciate it. At BD Gallop oh, on my Twitter. Pleasure. Islesbeat.com for his musings. And, uh, buddy, we will talk to you uh, down the line, hopefully. All right. Have All a right. good one. Good Bye-bye. to see you again. Thanks. Less drunk this time for me, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Here he goes. Uh, BD Galloff, our buddy, our pal, islesbeat.com at BD Galloff on Twitter. Follow Twitter. him on Twitter. He's good yeah, he with really the Islander good. stuff. Really diverse guy, too. You don't get just hockey. You get a lot of entertainment and other stuff. And he does pretty solid uh, iPad sketches on the Yeah, he does some good artwork as well. Yeah. There we go. And now we wait for... um, Who comes first here, Lyle or Mark? Oh, depends on how fast they're stroking it. Oh, Uh, hey yo. I didn't mention the Josh saying thing. Thank goodness. Um, Since he's gone now from the Islanders' grasp. Yeah, yeah. Now he's the Leafs' problem. (laughs) <laughs> well, at least for the two weeks of training kit. Right. Um, let's talk about this, Johnny. You're a big uh, Yammy Jaeger fan. We're a big Yammy Jaeger fan. Yeah. Those two years, that year and a half he was in Washington. Yeah. He came out this week uh, and said that he is, he feels obligated to play now. Uh-oh. He feels obligated to play because if he doesn't, he feels like he's letting his franchise down that he owns. And that he's, you know, the franchise will then collapse if he doesn't play. He does realize he can be an owner, right? I, you know, I want to say no. Oh, you okay. Think that way. Uh, he says, I have no choice. Those are exact words. Um, people don't understand, but I don't care. Only God will judge me. I expect more of myself. I also believe they can do. Um, Claude No was actually relegated from the top league in 1920. So they uh, played second tier last year. Uh, Yager admits he feels responsibility to the fans and the club to keep playing to ensure it's po- that its popularity doesn't dwindle, even though his play is declining. Your thoughts on something like this? Well, so I mean, in February, I will put the. Uh, I will. Say that's that. fine. I was going to ask if he started pl- if he was playing in Claude in 1920 because I feel like he could have <laughs> been at this point. Um. Like maybe he feels a desire to uh, get the team promoted, to help and be a part of getting the team promoted, and then he can be like, "Peace, I'm out." Because um, speed was never his strength. No. I mean, his strength was always like his hips, being able to skate well, uh, handling the puck. Like it, it was like, I mean, it's like Backstrom. Backstrom could play until he was fifty as well. Mm-hmm. Right, because speed was never the thing that made them great. No. Um, so I, I don't have a problem with him still playing. Uh, the comment of I feel obligated to play um, kind of makes it sound like the team's just going to fold if he's like not there selling jerseys or whatever. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I say let the man play as long as he wants to. He owns the team. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I mean. He went He went on to say that I don't want to be in such a position, but I have no choice as long as my father breathes. I take the club as my responsibility. He held it for 20 years. As a son, I would be embarrassed if I left. Ooh. That's, wow. that's, a, that's an interesting one. This is from Sounds the like he's going to kill his dad. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that went to a weird spot yeah. real quickly. That's definitely an option, Johnny. You did. 
can have opened that door now. He's like, I'm done with this fucking game. Yeah, I'm tired of this. I've thrown oh, way, enough like... Chakaruna into Volga River. Right? That's what I did this weekend, too. Friday, I watched AEW uh, uh, Rampage. Oh, I will say I appreciate that Rampage is only an hour. I did not expect that. Yeah, no, it's good. Because I watched it on demand. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, good to go. Let's make this happen. And they're like, here's our last match. I was like, what the fuck happened to an hour? What? Where are we at now? So and then this weekend, people think the CM Punk will show up. Oh, sold out United Center. Uh oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, what if he shows up while they're singing the national anthem? No one will even know. Right. Just yelling the national anthem at people. Exactly. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, I'm fine with Yager continuing to play until whatever. I mean, the only his only other option at this point is to go to Malmo. So all roads lead there. We all know that. Uh, is Lyle coming on? Then we didn't. Did we miss an email? I think Lyle's coming on. I haven't seen an email. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. I mean, Lyle can be late every once in a while. Mark's Mark's Mark, late. Yeah, but that's Mark's gig. That's his stick. That's your shtick. Mark's so late at this point, he might be having a kid, another kid. Mark, if Mark's <laughs> Mark's so late that he's going to be early for next week. Oh, is, hold on, is he closer to the beginning of this show or next oh. week's show? Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Let's I guess how long we do in the overrun with Lyle. Um, so we'll get a little started on this. The uh, there's teams that uh, went ahead and uh, decided, hey, we are going to go ahead and get ourselves some funky, funky uh, vaccination rules. Uh-huh. So the Jets have announced that they are uh, returning to full capacity. And will require proof of full vaccination to enter the arena, not only of their staff, but of their ticket holders as well. Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs are uh, kind of doing the same thing. They they were requiring all fans and staff to be fully vaccinated or show a negative test. Okay. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, and the NHL and the NHLPA have both said that, hey, let's, uh, what are we doing here? Uh, let's uh, let's uh, go ahead and have ourselves uh, some uh, vaccinations then. So the NHLPA has warned the players of the possibility of no monies if you uh, if you you could lose your pay if you are unvaccinated. Okay. So uh, they warned over a lengthy call that unvaccinated individuals may face stiff penalties. They contract the COVID-19 during the season. Cautioning teams uh, could have the power to withhold paychecks. While the unvaccinated players, uh, player is out. Wow. That'll be a fun thing to deal with. And here's our vaccinated man as well. We're all vaccinated on this team. You can go play in the NHL. Wow, Richardson joined us. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are things with you? Good. Good, good. Wonderful. So we're talking about the vaccination station that's sweeping the nation. Um, the Jets <laughs> the Jets are requiring the uh, vaccination thing. The Leafs are like, yeah, you can have vaccinated or you can give us the negative test. We don't care. Just give us your money. Uh, and then all the NHL hoopla. And then the WHL says, yeah, no, everyone's got to be vaccinated. Every motherfucker's got to be vaccinated. I swear to fucking God, we're not going to put kids in the goddamn club boxes again like we did last year. Um, we knew this was coming, right? Like this was not this was just a matter of time before it was just became mandatory for players, yeah. and staff, right? Yeah, but, I, you know, it's it's looks like those still going to kind of depend on for, in some cases not so much for teams, but for attendance, it's going to go by 
kind of like region by region or state by state like across canada it's it's like weird yeah like as you said maple leaf sports entertainment saying nope you must be vaccinated you know and uh you know uh the winnipeg jets ownership saying the same thing and you know that the Montreal Canadiens are going to be going that way. But yet, uh, funny thing, Alberta. Oh, hey, come on in. No, don't care. Don't worry about it. Hey, we, we've given up. We've just given up trying. Alberta, the Texas of Canada. Never right. change, Alberta. Never change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so in that regard. But when it comes to NHL teams, oh, the league's being very, very clear. They're, they're not fucking around for obvious reasons because they don't want to have more outbreaks happen. Uh, like they did this past season because they want to do the full 82 game schedule and they don't want it to be, yeah, 82 games. Oh, shit. We've got to compress the schedule because uh, a quarter of the teams wound up with COVID outbreaks. Oh, shit. Now we're going to have teams playing uh, meaningless games because, oh, shit, we've got to extend the playoffs while we let these teams finish playing their meaningless games because it's very important we get 82 games in the schedule. Oh, shit. The playoffs aren't starting till June again. Yeah. So, no, they want to avoid that nonsense. And they have to watch out for the Olympics. Oh, wait, yeah. oh, wait, no. <laughs> uh, I also like this one from uh, Elliot Friedman saying that uh, uh, there's a limited number of exceptions like valet parking attendants. I'm like, well, that's a first world problem. I didn't hold know. On, like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If I have to be vaccinated in order to play hockey, I sure as fuck better have whoever is parking my car be yeah. vaccinated as well. Yeah. Because when I go on a three-day road trip and play two games in three days and I come back, that shit's still in my car. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. No kind no Everybody. kind of... Uh, COVID coons. Let's go. No yeah. kind of Lysol is going to kill that like it kills the AIDS on the surface. No. Mm. So, you know. I get my own UV light. That kills everything from what I've heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Bleach. Bleach. You know, yeah, I you, can't you put like bleach inject in my, in my or take, take it internally. Definitely yeah. cannot put bleach in my Ferrari. That's for damn sure. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Listen, when I pull up with my freaking Ford Fiesta, oh, when I pull up the valet parking in my 91 Mazda Miata. Uh-huh. My, my no. Pacer. <laughs> Actually, I just tell them to leave the keys in it. and hope When I show up car. in my 70 Ford Ford Pinto, God damn it. <laughs> no, I would like that car. That's fine. It's like it's like the Seinfeld thing where he has a stinky car and just throws the key and the guy gets in there and, and yeah. he hates the smell and, and then goes to credits. Yeah. Executive producer Larry David. But the but no, but the NHL is not not going to play that, you know, in, when it comes to COVID uh, protocols. Yeah. Um, oh, they're going to play. They're going to play under COVID protocol. COVID protocols. Yeah. COVID Martin. protocols. And but he's a defenseman for the Flyers, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Pro protocol. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. First round pick from Uzbekistan, I hear. Yes. So. Yes. He was one of the uh, big uh, pickups the Flyers made this offseason to bolster yeah. their defense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because as much as the old joke is that the uh, the Bruins need a goaltender, the Flyers need a defenseman. Obviously. Yeah, that's that's the never-ending story. It's been the never-ending story is bear since for nothing. retired. Yeah, they traded Ghost's Bear for cap space. Mm. <laughs> uh, so they didn't trade Ghost's Spirit. They just fucking gave him away. <laughs> here, here, take take this Ghost Bear. You don't want the Ghost Bear? How about if we throw in a pick? Huh? Huh? Uh, we're close. Two picks? You guys there like that, you go. Right? Again, 
Arizona, consider this our gift to you. Like, even in EA Sports, they're kind of like, are you sure? <laughs> no. That's, listen, that's something that we learned this year. In, 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 you know, and it's something that we've learned because the CBA is just this wonderful document that just pours out. Just when you think you know everything about it, oh, drops another nugget of info we didn't know. Like, yeah, teams can basically just give players to other teams and not have to take anything back. Who knew? Who knew that that just changed everything. Remember that that's the old equivalent of we're trading this player for cash in a way. Yeah, you don't do that anymore. You yeah. don't trade players for cash. But in this case, you're doing it to shed cash, you mm. know, shed cash. Another uh, Russian player. Uh, that, that's that's the kid, that kid uh, prospect for Brandon. Igor Sheshkash. Uh, yes, shed cash. Igor shed cash. Yes. Ivana shed cash. Huh? 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 There you go. No, she's she's the big uh, star in women's hockey. Ivana Shedcash. You know? There it is. By the there way, it is. So speak, we got there at the end. Speaking of uh, speaking of hockey and shedding cash, NFTs from Wayne Gretzky premiered this week. Oh, what the hell is this shit? I'm trying to wrap my head around what it is. It's an acronym, and, and I just don't get it. Please explain to me, oh, Scotty, and to everybody is this else. This another NFT segment. God damn it. Yeah. Johnny, get get the Wayback Machine because we're gonna go NFT all day, baby. Because you know, isn't that is that isn't that that's a tape show now, right? On the WWE Network. NFT? No, no, that's that's a good joke. That's a good joke, sir. Congratulations. Very. Thanks. I'm trying to stall a little bit to see if I can Eric if I can find this. Steve? I don't know. There's. Uh, I'm more of a Jordan. Uh huh. Okay. Person. Yeah. Obviously. Oh. Look well, at that. I am smart as I look. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No. A part of play. Did you not understand, phone? Oh, I have to hit the play button. There, there it is. is. It's time now for our face-off hockey show flashback, where we give you the best, or rather worst, I'm surprised we didn't use this on the 20th anniversary Get yourself some cozy slippers. Hell, rent a DeLorean if you have to. But it's time now for a face-off hockey show flashback. It would, it would have played the entire show just as a musical bed. Yeah. That would have been perfect. They'd just oh, play it on repeat yeah. for hours. <laughs> All right, Mark's Mark's not showing up apparently. They're dice. But, yeah. Um, he just didn't file his TPS reports. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, that's good. We can do another. Haha, fuck you. But a current one. Uh, all right. So we should actually just not do one because Mark doesn't listen to the show, and we'll tell him that Lyle and I got seventy-five percent of the teams. Yeah, yeah exactly. The players. It was. Yeah. It was we, we went on a forty-five. It was the best player. week we've ever had. Oh, on like it was Ha-ha, just this endless streak, like. Like Johnny got one, I got one, Johnny, got, I got one, and with, there was like, yeah, like forty-five players nonstop before, and it was me that crapped out because I, I, I mispronounced the guy's name. Exactly, we couldn't give it to you. And then I get, and then I picked it up and I got him the next yeah. round. Yeah, because I, and I it was, all, it, it, was uh, it was, it uh, was Volchenkov. Yes, Volchenkov. And it was, it was, <laughs> and it was yeah. Johnny yeah. who won it because he got Volchenkov. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that, that's where we started a new game, Volchenkov. And then you win the game. It's only games that Anton Volchenkov played in, but you can't choose him. You can't choose him until the end. It's like a checkmate. (laughs) 
Uh, yes, we're not Jake Paul's name gets mentioned. The game ends. Yeah. <laughs> for that in the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> we mentioned his name like in the beginning, and we just end it, and we say, "All right, Lyle, goodbye." Uh, and then, yeah. like, fifteen minutes early, and then. <laughs> All right, Lyle. Uh, NFT is a non fungible token, obviously. And that is. It's, it's a a unit of punch. data stored yeah. on a digital ledger. Okay. And its purpose is. Well, it's basically, a gif, it's basically a GIF on the internet that you can buy, but you don't actually possess. Okay, why would you buy it if you can't possess it? But that's the thing. That's the cool thing, though, Lyle. No, 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 no. If I buy something, it is the logic of purchasing. No, 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 Your problem is your problem is logic. Yes. I am a logic-based guy. That's the issue at this point. Lyle, that's where you that's where you're wrong, man. Listen, it's the new age. The kids don't need real money or real things. They can pay for these non-real things with non-real money. But it's actually real money. They had to buy into the real the non-real money. <laughs> but it's that's not real after you change it over. Oh, nothing is real. It's like, like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You know what this sounds like to me? A grifter's paradise. Lyle, it is. Everyone is rude. It's the ultimate Holy shit. Grift. A grifter's Everyone's paradise would be a great song. That's a great Coolio get ripoff. <laughs> Weird Al should trying. just do different versions of a Gangster's Paradise and put out an entire <laughs> al- album of the same song, but in different versions. Uh, apparently, his uh, his debut NFT sold out in minutes. How can it sell out if you didn't use real money to buy this? And Lyle, you can reprint them all if you need to, but no, you no. Like listen, like listen, listen. Here's the thing. Let's go to hypebeast.com, which is my and your should be your source for fucking. Uh, oh, there it is. Look at that NFT. Look how beautiful that NFT is. Look at that. I mean, that, that is beautiful. It's fantastic. It's got that. a barcode and everything. First ballot Hall of Famer. It's got all the stats there. It's got the barcode. It's got his weird fuck. Is this his fucked up logo? What's going on here? But I don't heard? actually own this. No, you own it, but you don't possess it. I own it, but I don't possess it. And I bought it. Mm-hmm. But I okay. I don't buy it with real money, but I still need real money to buy in. Right, exactly. But you know, you you can actually do it with real. You can do it with real deal too. Oh man! Wait, Tinder will. What was that? Yeah, Tinder will <laughs> enable voluntarily ID ID verification for all users. John, you got you know hypebeast.com and look at that article. Holy shit! Wait, so now Tinder is our uh, is our. Um, wait, way, wait, to, wait. way to way uh, to verify that people are, are who they say they are. Because my God, this world's fucked right now. Exactly, and I love the lead. Wayne Gretzky, known to be a Canadian hockey legend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, these these people are a bunch of Zoomers that don't know what's I'm going on. I'm actually surprised Wayne Gretzky isn't in quotation marks at that point. Yeah. Right, Wayne or, or hockey legend is in, not in quotations. Yeah, known to be a Canadian hockey legend. So I think that that sentence actually makes sense without the first comma. It's just a really bad use of a comma. Yeah, it's kind of. Because what they're trying to say is that Wayne Gretzky is a Canadian hockey legend that proved to be just as big in the NFT world. But what that with the multiple commas says really is Wayne Gretzky has proved to be just as big in the NFT world. And he's also known to be a Canadian hockey legend. Or you would just go, Wayne Gretzky has proved to be just as big in the NFT world as he was as a Canadian hockey legend. 
There it is. Or as he is a Canadian hockey legend, no. and you just get rid of that shit entirely. Poorly written, written, but it's a poorly friggin' written. Um, you know, it's oh, big, wow. Hold it's on a, a second. Complex brings up on it, baby. Complex is all about that itch. Hold on. What about, where'd the red fucking one come from? I thought you it was variants, silver. Baby. No, you got variants. Look at this. So here, oh, look at that. Green, blue, black, silver. Look at all that. Okay, shit. why in the flying fuck would anybody buy a green or a blue one? <laughs> I understand the red. I understand the black. I understand the gray. You understand all this? Well, I mean, I understand the color in this context. Okay. One's Canada and two are the Kings. What's the blue one? The blue the one is o the Oilers. The Rangers are the Oilers. And or when did he play for the Dallas Stars? That's You know what? Fair. That's fair. Mm, that is blue. Or you could also say the blue one is for the Blues. Right. Uh, for that. Yeah, we always tend all to forget that, that brief 20-game interlude with the Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I get? Oh, so the price price range was from twelve dollars to uh, a fifteen hundred. All right. So five thousand collectors got the twelve dollar ones, uh, and then the of course the fifteen hundred dollar ones probably it's ruby. It's all right. So it's it's a, it's a ruby it's a for the rubes. Yeah, exactly. It's a signed. It's only limit twelve, and that's going to start on the twentieth. Mm. So this Friday at seven p.m. East. That'll do it. Uh, one of 12 people to own the Ruby signed NFT for 15 hundy, baby. 15 hundy for this beautiful piece of it's work. It's right a here. digital signature. Exactly. So it's not really. I wonder what that barcode takes you to. Like, I can scan that oh, barcode. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so the Ruby signed is an official autographed preseason access pass, including. Wayne Gretzky authentic signature signed individually and personally by Wayne Gretzky. Holders will be granted VIP access to our first limited edition Wayne Gretzky drop. Don't know what the fuck that meant. What is that? Drop? Drop? Access to autographs private community on Discord. So I guess autograph is a um, brand. They're a brand? Autograph. It's yeah. with Updeck Sports. Revolutionize the art of collecting. Oh, that's e it's e cards. <laughs> okay, so it's that is e cards again. That is the literal worst picture of Wayne Gretzky that they could oh, find because ah, ah, ah. that <laughs> picture quite literally is like, I just fucked all of you guys over and he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That That's Wayne Gretzky's Wayne. laughing all the way to the bank ah, face. That's what that yeah. Is. Yeah. Oh, no. collectibles. All right. I don't get it. In I, in 15 years, when somebody's like, why didn't you buy into this when it first happened? I'm going to be like, eh, be dead in five years. Fuck why, again, why would I buy something that I, I, I don't actually I own I, it, but I don't actually can, possess can I, it? Can I may I make a uh, may I make a, uh, a confession? I got okay. a confession? How many NFTs have you bought? Uh, so I haven't bought them. I get the free ones on. That's good. Uh, Fanapply.com. So I'm smart sure, that way, but I do. I am in possession of several uh, of a couple of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Ryan Priest NFTs. Nice. So I appreciate that. <laughs> but like the same place, Fanapply did NFTs for the Predators and the Devils. So the Predators had um like I like they had ivory collections and th this thing called the Predator Origin, where it's just the the skull of a saber toothed tiger, and that was it. <laughs> And like I'm trying to bring up the thing now, but it's not budging for one reason or another. Um, so yeah, just to get the prices because the prices were astronomical as well. It's like why? How are we doing this? How is yeah. this? Real? It's like a weird version of an e-card. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's not even like fun. Like it's just there.
It's just there. So the I, I will say possess. I haven't posted anything yet, but um, I went on a. I guess it's almost a two-year bender at this point of trying to buy game used, um, like Stop. the upper deck like game used cards. Yeah, and just stocking some for a while, and I got a uh, Willie O'Ree, three of fifteen leaf game Ooh. autographed used. Nice. A game game used. It was like a part of his glove, and it's autographed. And that thing is badass. That's but dope. it's also something that I can have you can and hold life. and actually. Yes, use. yes, you actually possess. So the Nashville Predators had NFTs out, and they have one right now. Ivory Saber Skull. It's a picture of the skull, but in ivory with the Nashville Predators secondary logo behind it. Uh, One hundred and fifty du- bucks. Uh, $35 uh, uh, in the buyer's name will go to the 365 Pediatric Cancer Fund. That's cool. Um, but still, 150 bucks for a non-fungible token. I mean, I have money that I can spend on things. Sure. I, I, don't, I still don't get it. <laughs> no. Neither do I, Johnny. I, again, I don't see the No, logic. if I got him for free, like Scotty, sure, I'll, I'll collect yeah, a bunch of I these mean, things. Sure. and. You know, what the fuck happens is they, they turn into be worth... It's like commons, common baseball cards when we were kids. The only difference is, is that you don't have to use an entire closet to keep all your baseball cards now. They're on some thumb drive or something, probably. Right. Yeah, so I I don't understand non I mean, way easier to lose. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, if the supply chain, if the blockchain fucks up, you are out of a lot of money. Mm. Um, that's why I made my money in crypto and dipped. Uh, and I got my Dogecoin and I got the fuck out of there. Uh-huh. So uh, it didn't make much of a dent, but I got about a, about close to a hundred bucks extra. So fuck it, that's good money. That's good eats. But still, like this, like this crypto stuff. I'm like, maybe it's the wave of the future. But fuck, dude, is this not like, boy, are we relying a lot on fucking Norton Norton antivirus right mm. now? Like. Mm. Mm, yeah. I mean, the whole Bitcoin thing, I've followed it with curiosity to see, you know, where it's all going to go. And, and but for this big wave, the, you know, people who seem to really enjoy crypto coin, you know, crypto criminals. Oh, I thought you were saying. People who do love working in ransomware. Uh, I thought you were talking <laughs> about people that went to space. Because that's how that's how they that, that seems to be their currency of choice. When they infect your your laptop or your computer or yeah, whatever you untraceable. have with ransomware, they insist that you pay them in crypto coin and Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they they're the only ones that that seem to be the ones that are really you know Bitcoin. Here we fucking go, boys. What are we doing here? Oh, look, there you go. Look, look the at all the and it's carbon signed. Ooh. Wait, if I can get a carbon one for twelve bucks, well, I think I'm... that was the the. Let's see if we can buy it, because that was the one that may have... Oh, no. Oh, okay. Am I leaving? Am I going to DraftKings.com? Can I select and buy? It starts it at 90 It says there's still 10 So now, oh. so now it's, it's the stock market. So once all the NFTs are bought, it becomes eBay. Mm. So then you have to select one and buy it. And oh, it wait. Starts... Now it's moving. Yeah, yeah. It goes side to side. Like, a, like an accordion. Exactly. So then you select something and buy. So, I mean, like, this one starts at, like, Nine, 90 bucks when you could have if you'd got it on the day it dropped you know you didn't so then you <laughs> like, buy. so here you go look 
You got uh, it. The so now it becomes Ticketmaster. Yeah, so it becomes a numbered thing. So you got it. If you want to get number one eighty one, that's ninety bucks. If you want eighteen forty six, that is ninety two bucks. And it's the stock market. I like nineteen twelve. That's my number. Uh, what do you think the most expensive of this common one is? Of the uh, ten, of the two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty bucks, Johnny. What do you say? I'm gonna say it's like one hundred and twenty-five. Nine thousand nine hundred or nine. No, so that's just so that's just some douchebag that has put it back on the website to try to make like all of these yeah. that are over a million dollars. Yeah, and all of these I that are over everything over a thousand. All of these are just douchebags that think that they can make their fucking money back and try to sell it to somebody else for a lot of money. Mm. That, is, that is amazing. Amazing what this can do. I mean, at the end of the day, isn't this just making people more narcissistic? Yes. Mm. Johnny, obviously. Obviously. Is You're the... buying shit that you don't need. Oh, you can love. Oh, but the resale value, blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, look, when I own when I own hockey cards and baseball cards back in the seventies, yeah, sure, I had a shit ton of them. Yeah, I wound up dumping a lot of them when it when the new series came out. And yeah, you know, maybe if I had held on all of them and kept them all in super. Oh, those Tiger Woods ones got to be. Maybe I would have made freaking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Who knows? But Mm. at the end of the day. I got my enjoyment out of them, and they were tangible things I actually owned and possessed, not this well, shit. So the biggest, and I, I will continue to say this probably until I die, the biggest thing that baseball cards taught us was, one, that things that are perceived to be valuable are only valuable if you can sell them to other people, mm-hmm. and two, how to negotiate. Yeah, because I can't tell you how many times I sat in a room with my friends and I needed that one more card to complete a set. Yeah. And I would throw anything at the under the sun at them. I would trade them 10 cards for that one card so that I could complete that set. Like all it gave you was an ability to negotiate and to talk to other people. Mm. Like this isn't even a negotiation tactic. This is I bought something and now I'm going to turn around and flip it for a million dollars because, you know, if somebody ever pays a million dollars for it, I paid 12 bucks for it. Yeah, I'll be rich if I do that. And hey, but (laughs) this Tom Brady starts at one hundred and seven thousand for these Ruby signed. I mean, the time, the uh, whoever was the, photo, the photographer for these did the literal exact same picture for every one of them. Yeah, oh, it is because because uh, the same picture was used for Gretzky's. It's the same fucking layout. That'd be great if the Tom Brady picture was actually used for Gretzky's, and it just yeah. was Tom Brady. Well, I mean, he he's he's known to be a Canadian legend. Tom Brady's probably known to be a American football legend as well. That would be that would be he's great. That would be your good. That would be the the NFT that's worth the most is that it's a fuck up that they have somebody else's picture on the fucking your NFT. They have Billy Ripken instead of Cow Ripken. <laughs> it says fuck face on the it one. Says, he had fuck face tattooed on the top of his collarbone and he's showing it in the uh, yeah. in the NFT. NFTs are wild though, yo. Let me tell you, it does. You know what? It doesn't make up for good old fashioned hard cards right here, baby. This is the this is the stuff. Kids love it. It's the new the new sensation that's making upper deck uh, boxes of upper deck cards one hundred and twenty five dollars a box. 
Again, oh, I, something I don't understand, but yeah, I I don't know. Mm. I I enjoyed sports cards for more than they were just being pieces of cardboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Same here. Yeah. I and love the fact box. that you could take something that was in a baseball card pack, put it in your mouth, and chew it for the better part of three and a half seconds before it dissolved <laughs> right. was exactly. absolutely amazing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You could not, you could not get that, man. That's the thing. You can't do that anymore. You can't get that anymore. No. Yeah, no. kids they don't, don't even have with bazooka that. with their yeah. comics. And you got to admit, the the the, the cards when they came out of that pack with the bubble gum. Yeah, the bubble gum was shit, but it made the cards smell great. You would sit there and go. Plus, for they left like hours. Are you serious? If they made a fucking candle right now that smelled like Topps baseball uh, yes. bubble gum, I would oh. buy that in a heartbeat, oh. and oh. it would kill me. Three seconds. Yeah, <laughs> that's, something, that's something I that's boy, that's something I would I would what, get the big holy shit. For, if they, it was already chemicals to begin with, they have to be able to recreate that. Oh, they've got to. They got to because I'm with you, Johnny. I'd be the same way. I'd be like, just just give me a, every box that you've got in the store. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I'd there have are two places that if I ever wanted to just off, it would be a cigar shop or a candle store. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I walk in either of those places, it's oh, like, yeah. Cigars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good cigar shop. You're right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's Thank a very you. deep, rich aroma that just, mm, yeah. It just hits the lungs of a person that has asthma and can't breathe <laughs> just really well. Yeah. By the way, when uh, when BD said that he worked on the uh, on the edge of Suffolk, I was, like, so close to being like, yeah, I work on the edge of suffocation most of my life. But I didn't think the joke would go over well because I don't know if he realizes I don't breathe. So, you know, that could have just let ballooned. Yeah, it could have gone down quickly. So I would have laughed. I well, you weren't on the show at that I would have picked up what you were laying down. Yeah, absolutely. But you weren't here. I know. I Johnny the Chuckles. I know. <laughs> uh, so... All right, so Lyle, before you came on here, we were talking about Yammy Jaeger saying that he feels obligated to play at 50 years old mm-hmm. um, because he feels like he's letting his father and his and his team down if he doesn't. <laughs> um, boy, that's a that's a that's that's something. That's a mentality. Yeah, that was an interesting admission. Uh, I'm playing basically because if I don't, my, the team will die in a year. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's also overinflating his importance. Who can say? Um, it's, a, it's a tough balance because you know he could just be very egotistical, but it could be probably right too. It yeah. does sound kind of egotistical, but then yeah. you're like, you know, he's not being an asshole. He's just Yarmy no. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, his body is going to one day, maybe this day, maybe this season, say enough. You can't play anymore. People are going to they're going to start booing you when you go out there and you can't keep up with the play anymore. You know, well, you can barely keep up now. It's only been his playmaking ability that's that, you know, because he scored what they said. He scored like two goals, but he had a shit ton of assists. So, okay, he still has the sweet playmaking skills. But, yeah, he kind of lumbers along up on the play. You know, he can't keep up with the the fast paced guys anymore. So basically, the speedy guys go in and they basically hang on the puck until he, until the auger catches up, and then they pass it to him, and then he does all his fancy playmaking and gets them open. And well, the offside defenseman has to push the chair. So yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but he's gonna. But yeah, you're reaching a point of just yeah, <laughs> it's gonna end. It's gonna end. 
Well, in, 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 this is going to be our AARP segment because in honor of me joining AARP the other week, uh, my card is actually in my mailbox downstairs. I have not received it yet. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Um, I realized I, when I when I saw on TikTok that you could get a, a AARP membership at 18, I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck did I wait 20 years? Um, is that uh, can you do you have a card that allows you to get uh, early bird specials at restaurants? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a legit AARP card. That's like beautiful. They can hold it up to the light, and then they'll see the the walker, and it'd be fantastic. <laughs> they'll see that. See that's that's the old. Back I thought you were going this, ace and base, but the walker was the, drop this was, was the NF, This was the NFT of my people. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I want to find one of those fucking uh, Denny's hologram cards, put it in like a hard case, like it's worth something, and be like, "Yeah, this was the NFT when I was a kid." Yeah. Look, when you move it, the color changes. Yeah. Goddamn mine, because we only got it with a breakfast platter. <laughs> Can't get that shit today. Or the McDonald's 3D hockey cards here in Canada that they sold. Yeah. yeah. That were great. Look, if you moved him like this, it looks like he's skating. Look, if you move it like this, it looked like Mario scoring a sick goal into an empty net. It's really cool. Actually, they're really cool. I still have. It them, was pretty way. cool. I'm not I still lie. have them. I still have them. Those yeah, are the yeah. last. Those were the last hockey cards I ever collected. Was those NHL 3D cards? That was back in the mid 90s. Yes, 95, well, 96. That must have been before uh, 3D went uh, to the WWE, and that was yeah. Became the yeah, Bubba Ray and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find it because not too long you ago. Have one. Probably about a year ago, I bought the entire set of upper deck, like, 9091 hologram cards. I'm trying to find where I put them. Uh, <laughs> I remember having Denny's hologram cards. I bet you they're in some of the boxes that are at my parents' house. So. You know what I want? I want the uh, the coins underneath the Slurpees again. The coins were good, too. God yeah. damn it. I bet you I have some of them somewhere, too. Bob, did you have those, the, the holographic coins? And the no, we didn't. No, we didn't have those cups? Oh. No, no, we didn't. But you always had to check the cup to make sure somebody hadn't stolen the coin before you actually put anything in it. Yeah. No, we, we didn't get stuff like that. Well, you had... I remember. Oh, I remember way back in the say early. That's 70s. a lie, because I looked on eBay for holographic 7-Eleven stuff, and they did have hockey coins back in the... Uh, I thought they had yeah, baseball 7-Eleven coins. was out west. We didn't have 7-Eleven. Oh, you didn't have 7-Eleven. No. Oh, no. No, we didn't have them here. They had them out west. It's like the North Dakota. North Dakota doesn't have 7-Elevens. We don't have anything. To it was more like 515. But it was like yeah. interesting. You just get interesting memorabilia from different places, though, for having said like from different companies. Like Colgate Toothpaste in like 1972 sold little miniature head busts of all the players of oh. Canada. Yeah. Seriously. God. They did. Oh Those are on eBay too. <laughs> I was no, looking at some weird shit. Did. Man. I'm they, glad they, that's what you said. I was like, they sold little miniature heads. Yeah, little head. That's why I said busts, busts, <laughs> uh, head busts. But they like, did it was like little, mini, a little miniature ones for Team Canada '72. For heaven's sake, we used to get when we used to get gas at the Esso stations here in '70 '71. You got what they call Esso power players, and they were just they were just like little like almost like stamp hockey cards, if you will, okay. like just in stamp form. You got a little booklet, you collected them all, and you stuck them in a booklet and all that. They were really cool back in the day. You know, I used to collect them, and then, of course, I got rid of them once I discovered real hockey cards, right? Yeah. I said, yeah, get rid of them. And now, See, like, we discovered oh. girls. 
<laughs> oh, girls. Still one of the best stories ever, though. Literally upstairs in my guest room, I have a football signed by Johnny Unitas. No way. I still have it. Yeah, we, uh, we, wow. my mom took my brother and I to an autograph session with Johnny Unitas in a mall, totally free. Yeah. Well, that I know of. My parents could have, my mom could have paid for it for all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have an autographed Johnny Unitas football upstairs. It is a uh, Mr. Peanut football mm-hmm. that I got free by sending labels from uh, canisters of, uh, of, whatever the Mr. Peanut uh, peanut company is yeah. back to the company. And they sent, uh, they sent a football. It was the only football I owned. <laughs> so I literally have a autographed Johnny Unitas football uh-huh. on a giveaway Mr. Peanut football. That's really cool. (laughs) Like, it has to be the most random fucking thing that you could ever pull out. I know, right? Yeah, that's really cool. Seriously. I got it when I was a kid. Mark and I were both there. I don't remember where. I think Mark's just still at my parents. Speaking speaking of, like, we talked about autographs. In 94, when we were living in Calgary, I was was overseas at the time. But uh, Doug Gilmore was in Calgary that summer, right, doing an autograph session, right? Because, of course, he'd been with the Flames and all that beforehand, and he still came back and did this autograph session. So my wife went and stood in line with one of my Doug Gilmore hockey cards and got him autograph it. Now, a bit of a funny story that was Doug Gilmore, at the same time, he had appeared in, in a very popular Head & Shoulders commercial here in Canada. <laughs> so Tina said the guy that was just ahead of him, you know, he said, yeah, you know, it's like Doug's like signing cards. He's signing jerseys, signing the stuff. Yeah. All the guy wanted to sign was a bottle of head and shoulders. That is so good. <laughs> Johnny, he Johnny, it, so, Johnny yeah. Mickey Tettleton. Yeah. Yeah. Same story, actually. Yeah. Uh, so in 1989, yeah. uh, if you haven't watched the 1989 Orioles, why not DVD? It's on YouTube. Yeah, we talk no, about it from time to time. Yeah. Mickey Tettleton was on the team. He was hitting dingers, and there was a uh, a thing about how he ate Fruit Loops mm-hmm. all the time. Well, I believe it was a 15th anniversary of the 1989 team. They had people from the 1989 team signing autographs. Right. And I got to Camden Yards a little bit late, and I wasn't allowed to get in line because they had already cut the line off. I literally showed up with a full-size box of Fruit Loops <laughs> in a bag. And I was like, Mickey, can you sign one more? And I hold up the box of Fruit Loops, not in line anymore. And he goes, throw it. <laughs> I launched this box of Fruit Loops to him. And he holds on to it for five minutes, telling stories to the other two guys from the 1982 team that are sitting there aut- signing autographs. Autographs the box of Fruit Loops and throws it back to me. Nice. I have a Mickey Tettleton autographed box of Fruit Loops <laughs> yeah, in my house. The funny thing well. is, Lyle, when back <laughs> in 91... Tettleton was doing this too. That was the big thing for Orioles fans. They would take the the, yeah. the minis. Yeah, I have a full size box. I got like one of the regular boxes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'll have to take pictures. I'll go upstairs and take pictures. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool though, man. Seriously. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's that kind of stuff though that like professional players enjoy. Yeah. Sure. You know, like it, it was more personal. I feel than. Um, then like oh yeah another uh, another 1989 tops yeah. baseball guard yeah same thing i've seen for the last 20 years you know yeah um but the the mr peanut 
football is still by far the the funniest story because yeah. I obviously wasn't a football kid. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why you had eh. the sport. <laughs> I do. You're right. Background and physique. Right. You were yeah. good. Uh, so I don't know why I never became a football player. Weird. You did just a different type of football. True. Uh, ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. time things. Joe Thornton's a Florida Panther now. Um, oh. Mm. The picture that they used could have been way better. Oh my lord! Yeah, yeah. Was it, was it one of you guys that said something? You can see the what the the age in his eyes. You can see the sadness in his the eyes. The sadness in his yeah. eyes. Yeah. Like when you look when you look at the picture, he just looks sad. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, that's a that's a face. He looks seat. like an old dog that you're getting ready to like put down. Like I just yeah. I got to put him out of his misery. Like well, because this is the last this this is the last go around in the NHL. I think he knows it. I think the Panthers know it. I don't think it was a sympathy. I really honestly believe that Bill Zito thinks that Thornton still has enough left. Yo, not going to obviously play him on the top two lines, but maybe have enough left. Maybe put him out there as a power play specialist because, of course, he's he's like like Yager, still has those slick setup skills, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and maybe just, you know, he just does a little bit of third line work. Maybe we'll see. But I, I think he sees him just enough for that and bring in the experience because yes, I'm pretty sure. Cause somebody said, did anybody, did anybody actually, what the Panthers signed Joe Thornton? Anybody actually watched Thornton with the Leafs last year? And it's like, yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure Bill Zito did. And Joel Quenville did. And they just decided, yeah, power play specialist. So yeah. here, here, speaking of cards and everything. So I found this as I was looking for my hologram. Oh, wow. Joe Thornton signed like junior card. Wow. He doesn't even have a logo on it. No, because they didn't have the license. They brushed it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's funny that I had, I found this out of like a random grab. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm just going through my cards now, like all the ones that I have top loaded. Like Joe, so Thornton's, Joe Thornton's been in the NHL for so long. It, it's like to say, what? A Joe Thornton Jr. card? My God, that's old as the hills. Right. Exactly. That's like, what, 96? Because uh, hey. he was drafted in 97. 97. So, this yeah. is like the year he was drafted. Uh, the year he was drafted. So that is definitely an old school car. I also have a Cam Neely signed card from it was out of a pack too. It was like the first time I've ever seen him. Like this oh, is that's amazing. Cool. Uh, where the fuck is it? I have never gotten an autograph card out of a pack of um, hockey or baseball cards that I've bought. Cam Neely sign of greatness. Nice, uh, that's cool. Card. Uh, this is from ninety. It was redubbed two thousand one. So I don't know where the hell I got this then. Mm. But yeah, maybe one of the boxes. Maybe, <laughs> maybe just maybe. Uh, also, uh, AARP oriented. Uh, the uh, the fucking Zidane Chara getting some interest from the Blues apparently, Lyle. Um, uh, and then and then Andy Strickland comes on and and harshes everyone's buzz by saying, ah, no, they're not that interested after all. Cock block. I know, I know. Oh, listen, Chara's Chara's gonna land with somebody. Yeah, you know, but but apparently he wants. Well, apparently, uh, according to Andy Strickland, Chara doesn't want to play in the West. He wants to play for an Eastern to Eastern teams only. Mm. So because yeah. he he doesn't want to do the travel. Yeah, well, I mean that's smart. Yeah, a lot more travel. Yeah, a lot more travel for the Western teams. So yeah. I can I can certainly understand that. At forty, even Agreed. if you are what, probably the best conditioned forty three year old on the face of the planet, that's still a lot of beats the shit out of you after a while i mean i'd want to stay in that metropolitan division really because the, all the teams good. are within four and a half hours from each other 
right? But again, of course, it's going to be, uh, you know, the best fit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I'll just see these. You, know, you heard about these, these little stamps. Holy shit, Lou Nanny. Lou Nanny. It's the Lou Nanny Coca-Cola stamp. Uh, Gem Mint 9 condition. 77. 77. So that's actually, so that kind of stuff amazes me. Mm. Um, and it's not the fact that you found it. Right. It's the fact that you found it in that condition. Right. For as old as it is in a time where memorabilia like that wasn't. Oh, yeah. Like what it is now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like like you didn't like I, like I said earlier, you didn't really collect baseball cards to collect the set or do stuff. It was more the social aspect of it all. But yeah. when you go like. Even before my era, you hear all the stories of the people that had like Mickey Mantle rookie cards that like mm. ripped him in half or yeah. like put him in their bike spokes because yeah. it made noise. And like yeah. like to find something like that, that's that small and is in that condition still is amazing to me. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you because you're absolutely right. I mean, I listen because I grew up in that that era, you know, and yeah, exactly. That stuff, you know, as I said, when 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 a new set of hockey cards came out, oh, ditch the old ones, just threw them away. Didn't need them anymore. They had no value. You couldn't go to anybody afterwards and go, hey, you want to trade up for blah 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 for last year's cards? They were like, no, nah, we got we got these cards and they're newer and better. Look, see, so last we did cards. Eat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> so we got rid of them. It I was feel only like that like was I more said, my era. It was only like up. I said once I once I. <laughs> Once I been into junior high, for some reason, at that point, it was just like, I'm going to hang on to these cars. No, I'm not going to throw them out. I'm going to hang on to them. For whatever reason, I just said, no, I'm going to keep them. You know, I'll put them in the box and I'll keep them and I'll store them. And, and then I bought hockey cars up until, you know, then I went to high school. And then it was just like hockey cars. I've kept stuff. You didn't do that anymore. And then 90, 91 rolls around. I'm just like, yeah, I'm interested in hockey cars again. And I did that for about four years and then just stopped because it became just way too. This there wasn't any fun. to like it. take all of my cards from my parents, from my like childhood, mm. like closet and just throw them in the back of my car and look through what I have. Well, yeah. But Let's let's kind of look at this one. I'm trying to find the year. Yeah. 71, 72. Oh, that's amazing. I had that card too. Yeah. Tony oh, man. Beauty. Tony yeah. Gee, another Tony I, this one and that Lou Nanny. I found there's a there's a uh, like a vintage shop in Moorhead. So we mm. drive the hour when we go to Fargo. We always hit this place. They always have like sports cars and memorabilia. It's freaking mm -hmm. amazing. And then also uh, this one here. Andy Bathgate. Oh wow! Ditties. Wow. A little tear, a little creep. But even that is still yeah, in great still condition. in pretty good shape. Yeah. Yeah. How so much this, that set you back, man? Uh, this was like fifteen. Fuck, like it was actually a really good that's price. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Andy Bathgate, man. Fifty-four, fifty-five. Wow. Oh man. Uh, I God, I wish I could get. If I had the money, I'd love to just get all those those sets of hockey cards that I had back in the early seventies. I, I would love to to, to get I, occasionally I bought the odd ones here and there over time, you know, but I would love to have the full sets again that I had. Oh, so man. I actually have all of Cal Ripken Jr.'s rookie cards. You have all of them. But not in my possession because my mom. No. Yeah. So my mom uh, coached softball growing up. Mm -hmm. And so she understood the value of any what. State titles? Uh, like 
12 or something like that. You know, some, she runs the state tournament. Yeah, let's okay. put it that way. Um, so she understood the value of what these could be. Yeah. So I got to see each one of them once, basically, and then they got put into my parents' lockbox. I can pr- I'm can. i probably old enough at 43 to be <laughs> responsible enough to have my own Cal Ripken rookie cards at this point. However, I don't want to ask the question. So... <laughs> I remember that there was one card, though, and it was one of those, like, random offsets that you, like, talk about, Scotty. Uh, Tops for baseball used to put out an extended series. Yes. And that extended series was always, like, people that got drafted that year or um, people that got traded. It would be, like, their new baseball card. Well, Cal Ripken's rookie card was actually in that extended series, but because it was so rare, it was like $175 when I was a kid. Mm. And I remember saving up every last dime that I had, and we went to a baseball card show, and somehow I got it for around like $100 or $125. And I literally remember buying it. Mm. And my mom was like, thank you. And that was the last time I sell it. But I have all four of Cal Ripken Jr.'s rookie cards. And and this one right here, Johnny, probably has. Just hang out. There you are. The big one was the Tops Extended that had three players on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then this, I have this one here. This is like the Fleer had the update series. Fleer. So you have the Greg Maddox. Mm update it and has a U U sixty eight. It would have been better if he had one more. Uh, um I have Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards too. Cause that was around my era. Yeah. So I found they were supposed to be worth a lot of money. My mom stole all those from me as well. <laughs> Here we go. Little holographic That's your inheritance, son. There you go. Say it. McDonald's holographic <laughs> era. The yeah, my own fucking baseball cards are gonna be left to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Great. So I, I bought the entire 91-92 McDonald's hologram set um, at Bill Daly's, or not Bill Daly's, at Joe Daly's in uh, in Winnipeg mm, for eight I bucks. I fully appreciate for that eight it took bucks. nearly 15 minutes to find them. Yeah. yeah I wish you had and then them. I have these ones, the Rookie from 92-93 Upper Deck, the Rookie American Series. Uh, oh, Joey, as you know, you got yourself your, uh, your Keith Kachucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got yeah. yourself, of course, Steve Hines, who could forget <laughs> Steve Hines, 57. Yep. I'd uh, forgotten that. Yeah. Those was upper deck came with some of the hologram amazing, cards. Though, yeah. was, that was the premiere at the time. Yep. Like you weren't cutting up fucking goalie pads and putting them into hockey cards nope. at that point. I have I have a Guy Lafleur card that's board. It, it's somehow it's a Guy Lafleur card, but it's boards from the fucking like uh Joe Lewis Arena. Like, how does this fucking work? How explain to me? Before Photoshop. Yeah. How do I know this is real, and what does this have to do with everything? Mm. So confused, Upper Deck. Why are you doing this? Actually, you should put these in top loaders. Yeah. Uh, and I also found my entire... And now, this one this one sent me back about 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. But it could possibly be my greatest set ever. It's the uh, the Muppets on Ice set. Oh my god. The entire Muppets take the ice set. Um they play for teams? Yeah, well, you know, you got you got you got Kermit with the on the red wing, just driving the chopper. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. You got you got you got animal as the devil. 
that's you know? appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have a uh, have a uh, animal as the shark. <laughs> that's good. That should actually be the animal third would logo. be best as the wild. I you think. have uh, you have a yeah. uh, sexy sexy Miss Piggy with her leaf oh. sheet. That's oh. actually so. We just actually figured out what's cursing the leaves. Yeah, yeah right exactly. there. Yeah, uh, and of course, Gondos is flyers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think I think Joe threw this one in. He's like, just get it out of my out of my sight. Get out of my sight. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know how long I've had this shit here. You want this? Yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, just threw like, it in the bag. You didn't find out about it until you were already home four hours later. He's, uh, <laughs> he's done that. Uh, like Jen's one of the like hockey magazines he's had in there, and he's like. Man, just take them. They've been sitting here for like seven months. Just go. Because also, we spent like good 200 bucks in that fucking place yeah. anyway. So, yeah. You know. It seems like a he- uh, haven for. Uh... It's a great place in Winnipeg, just right past uh, Penn Station down there. It's really, yeah. a really awesome shop. Yeah. One of the best decisions I made in my life, though, was that Terry Steinbach was one of my favorite baseball players. Um, mm. And the reason that it's such a great decision is that. Uh, all of his cards were uh, commons. Mm-hmm. I would I would go into like a baseball store, baseball card store, and spend like five bucks and come out with like forty five Terry Steinbeck cards, <laughs> and like put them all in my binder. I I let th- I'm not even joking when I say this. I bought a Terry Steinbeck minor league card. Yeah, it dropped. It 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 set me back two dollars and fifty cents. God damn, man! How how did you do this? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, I do I do appreciate there is one thing that I really appreciate in is that it was I don't know if it was at Joe Daly's place or it was somewhere. And I ranted on Jakob Kleppis. <laughs> I'm assuming it was somewhere. Some yeah, it was somewhere. It was Jakob somewhere. Jakob no, it was it was at Big Nick's uh sports card store in Fargo. And I was ranting about how Jakob Kleppis had a rookie card that was five they priced for five ninety nine. <laughs> And one of our one of our listeners, Brian, um, he's like, I just had this. I had I found this, and I wanted to give it to you. It's a Jakob Kleppis <laughs> jersey card with signature. <laughs> sent that to me, and he, he also sent um, he also sent like a whole case of Jakob Kleppis cards um, in this little set here. So every single like. Jakob Kleppis card I could I could have hoped you for. You might have gotten all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, he actually sent me an Ovechkin and Backstrom, too, but it's bookended by Jakob Kleppis, which is the best. <laughs> um, so, Brian, always, I'm always in his debt for that, because that was an awesome, oh, that's so awesome thing to get in the mail. How do you make something $5.99, though, when it's a well, sports card? Because people value rookie cards really high. <laughs> Almost. No. High. I, uh, wait, hold on. It's not five hundred, right? No, 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 no. Five dollars and ninety-nine. Five dollars. Yeah, but still, make yeah, it no. six and bucks. I that, that was, that was fucking, I thought that was fucking absurd. I'm like, why? why Jakob, you know Jakob Kless. He did shit. Like, I'm not balking on the fact that it was six dollars, but don't make it five ninety-nine to make it look like it's more appealing. <laughs> like, if it's a hundred and ninety-nine dollars, I get that. Okay, cool. And then, and then this one I bought on auction for eight bucks. I think it was eight bucks. Um, it's the tops, the entire set of the tops. Oh wow, I had those two. Yep. So it's every. Oh, you're killing me right now. All right. Oh man. Look at that Ken Dryden. Team book. Um, this is at the flea market. They had a 
I think it was, yeah, it was eight Lyle bucks. is going to start scouring eBay right? for all his old cards. Oh, man. And here's the crazy thing. Like, this is the most valuable to have a full set. You need the OPG one to have mm. the real valuable set because the OPG was Canadian. And, yeah. You know, you got to get the original. Got to get the originals. But, oh, Did yeah. Didn't OPG at one point have hockey cards that were in French as well? Yes. Yes, they did. You are correct. I thought so. You did it, Johnny. Nice research. <laughs> well, the show kind of devolved into discussing cards and interesting memorabilia oh, stories. But hey, it's it's the dog days. Who cares, right? There's not a lot of hockey news. Yeah, going it's, on. Shit, it's, shit, it's shit else to talk about. It's all vaccines. Yeah. Um. So let's do a little. Uh, let's do a little odds making. Okay. Little odds making. I thought that uh, didn't. Uh, did we instead of playing game? Did we want to go through? the uh reality with lyle or we do we have to wait for mark for that i don't that? know if that listing's online but um, oh is that steven stamkos's place Stamkos stuff so lyle yeah, went stamkos to... palace yeah like uh you know like so since <laughs> i just want to know if there's a on. fucking hockey rink in that thing <laughs> i know right i just like the story behind it it was just like they he and his wife built this place three years ago they loved it blah 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 but this couple from boston who obviously have money right they're like oh we we oh we we love that house gee would do you think they'd sell it and you know stamco said no interest in in selling but the realtor said well what would be your move out price i love that oh uh, he got a ball out, out clause What's your move out number? And the move out number was sixteen million. And they said, and the guy met it. <laughs> so wow. it's like, sure, you want the okay. This was our dream house, but sixteen million. Yeah, fuck this place. Let's go. Let's, fuck, let's this, go. This, this is not the right dream. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody yeah. else's my, dream, apparently. Oh, no. My my dream is whatever house I'm living in with sixteen million dollars. That's yeah. my dream. <laughs> So he's going to move to another to another house on the island that is also not listed. So he's going to use that money as a down payment for like, yeah, what's your bio prey? What's your, what's your move out number <laughs> in Toronto? Right. Ah, no. <laughs> he had that opportunity, remember? And he and he, I just love that how that story it's ended. Still, they still made the, the lease made the heavy pitch to him, and he's like, okay, well, we'll think about it. And then as he's driving, as he's walking to his limo with his agent, he looked to his agent and said, "Get me out of here. I want to go back to Tampa Bay." And it was just that was it. He'd had enough. So no, he's never coming back to Toronto. He could live in Tampa Bay in the winter. He's not, he's not going to play for the Leafs. Never, ever. He's going to retire. He's going to everybody this contract's done. I'm telling you, mark my words. Oh, Mark's not here. The joke doesn't work. Uh, uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, when his contract expired, and I think it expires, is it two years time? Two or three years time? He's going to retire. He's he's gonna if 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 they won't resign him, like even to just like a like a one year deal at a at a bargain price, he'll just retire. He has no interest in playing and living anywhere else. Oh, I would. Oh, shit. I mean, it is smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give me, give me something to this. Family. I hope that there are so many like personalized things in this house that, yeah. like, the guy that bought the house was like, <sighs> I have to tear up a fucking ice rink, right? <laughs> I know, right? So purchased the lot for three point eight five mil. Yeah. And sold it for sixteen. And sold it with the house on it because they I built the house. You. They bought the lot and built the house. I bet you he has more than one seat in his theater room. 
I would hope. <laughs> that was still the best, the best real detour we ever took was Phil Kessel's place when we saw that <laughs> sad little chair in front of the big screen TV. And then I think Kessel, when they asked him about it years later, he said, he said, the realtor just set it there. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, here's the TV room. Cause he had all his furniture was gone. So the realtor just like put this folding chair there and everybody thought that that's how that was <laughs> sitting on this sad little folding chair in front of this big screen TV. That's so good. I kind of want to find that picture and save it to my phone. But that was our initial reaction. Remember when we first saw it, we just yeah. howled with laughter. Like, Oh my God, that's so it's, it's funny. And yet in a way kind of sad. But no, so here was the problem was that it was on point for Phil Kessel. <laughs> Like, like, if it was anyone else, we would have been like, okay, that was just set up for the picture. Yeah, but, but Phil Kessel having a singular chair in his theater room, you're kind of like, okay, it makes sense. Make, yeah. All right, here we go. Phil Kessel's life is is equal parts success story, um, comedy, and 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 a little pathos. You know, a little, and a little trucker. sad. And trucker, yeah. So here we go. Here's the tour of 78 Martinique Avenue in Tampa. You got the driveway. Look at that little villa there off to the side. Palm trees with ivy on the. Oh, land. that's beautiful. That's that is. Plant. That's just some really good landscaping right that's there. Plant. All it is. Plant. That's beautiful. Actually. That is classy. That is very beautiful. I love those trees too. There's a I, I a little bit nice of a little bit of contrast going on on the uh, like photos. Uh, I sense his wife's touch in that landscaping. Uh, opening, you got little little uh, overhang here with the windows. You gotta out. have that because it's gonna rain every day. Awning. Every yeah. fucking day. Here's a little, I guess, a sink as you enter the house. So you okay, walk. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. So head. I was I was great up until this point. Yeah. You have enough room on there for three sinks, yeah, but yeah. just <laughs> randomly only put one wow. in the middle, and you have a fucking plant and a lamp on the other side. He's been uh, in enough hotel rooms in his career that he, he wanted that layout. I don't think it's kind of classy, actually. What's that hotel feel where you just had a really long fucking? Uh, <laughs> I might have. I might also have a traumatic experience where there was a bathroom that had a mirror like that, and I walked straight into the okay, vanity because well, I thought the room went farther. I was like in the middle of the night. I was asleep. Happens. It still hurts. Uh, here's a, a little living area here. Nice. Oh, I appreciate sterile though. So go it back out to this line. Oh, that's beautiful. oh, there you go. Oh, that's sunset. what I was gonna say. I appreciate how they waited till the sunset for these pictures. That that's a beautiful picture. Gorgeous. Gold that's gorgeous. Hour, baby. Here we wow. go. A nice little like checkerboard. I like that. I like that. A lot of white. A lot of that, white. That's, that's off to me because the black pieces shouldn't be connecting if it's gonna be a checkerboard. <laughs> so that's like off. To me, but that's fine. I like it. Picture of a tree. The tree is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's actually it was here when Tampa Tampa was founded. Mm. Uh, inside a nice little little structure, little little trussle here. Uh -huh. little, like a your grandma's house. Kind of look and feel. <laughs> look at this. Oh, look at this open. Oh, uh, that's a you great that. that that fucking space clash. concept. Yeah. That's clash. Yeah. I like the overhead uh, heat or the overhead uh, smoke. Yeah. As yeah, well, yeah, exhausting. Yeah. Nice, nice. Very Here we go. Nice. A little bit. Oh, look God, at that. This is nice what happens when, area. You can, when you have a shitload of money. You've right? got You're great funny. views with this house. There's not a bad view in the place. So you can only do that in Tampa, right? Yeah. Like put literal fucking Any windows as a wall. Town. Yeah, I would think. I think you could probably get something like that in OC, Maryland, Jersey. 
Oh, uh, probably. Great. <laughs> oh, look at the With bedroom. The bedroom. Oh, wow. You can just be fucking while the sun goes down. Like, honestly. <laughs> or comes up. Or, hey, or there why not go. the whole night? Yeah. David Bowie. Um, there's a kid. There's the grandparents' room, maybe kids' room. I can't tell. Um, then down, here's the hallway. Hallway That's looks a great. great. Great picture of the that hallway. Like That's a fucking, great. That's, That's a great hallway you run on it in your sock feet and you slide to the end. That's a beach house hallway. Like that's an apartment. That's a, that's a that's a hotel room in like Ocean City, mm. uh, a condo you get for uh for a fucking timeshare. Yeah, mm. agreed. Uh, then another big room. God, these rooms goes right out to the to the green area. I, so uh, I appreciate serious. how all of these rooms just have like double like uh, doors to make your way out. There's yeah. the office with a with a little uh, classy futon that goes out to a walkway. Yeah, you can't do zooms like that though, because then people think you sleep on that like during the day. Oh, and look at it. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, everything lit big. up. The yeah. pool, really big yeah. ranch house. That's oh. a, a great pool. They're cool. like, look at the Florida sunset. We waited 28 oh, days to do that. this because it rains oh, every day. Look at that view. We added some effects on the water. Um, looks like you can drop a boat if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Big time. And then drop. the ocean, you don't have to be, you see those people in the distance, you don't have to worry about them. You're in a gated community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. And then there we go, the end. We end yep. where we started again. That's the end? That's the end. 21 pictures. I gotta say, that is probably the best house of all the athletes' houses Absolutely. that we have done the realty walkthrough on the show. That one is A+. plus. So... <clears throat> So yes, I agree with you. I agree it was set up well. I agree that it was built well. It was everything was thought out. You didn't get any pictures of the garages. There has to be garages in this place, right? You would think. You would think. think. Remember, this is still hurricane country, right? You know, you don't get the big the big wind and the and with all those trees and shit, right? I mean, branches and stuff falling down on your. You'd think. I mean, well, there has to be well, a garage that we didn't get a picture of. No, we saw a garage. We just it's it's just to the side. You could go right past it. Right here. On the on the right top of the oh, mid. See, there you go. Oh yeah. Okay, so they so didn't do a very good job of showing you what it there. looks like. Gotcha. Well, it's probably just he's he's from fucking the GTA. There's probably nothing there. Like it's just it's literally like lawn mowing equipment. <laughs> there is zero chance he cuts his own grass. Oh yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair yeah. point. Whoever shows up, that whatever lawnmowers on that place are are driven there you wanna, and driven away. Want to hear the stats? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight bed, seven and a half bath. Um, oh sorry, seven bed, eight and a half, uh, seven and a half bath. It's okay. fenced with lighting, an outdoor grill, rain gutters, sidewalk, metered sprinkler, <laughs> patio and porch features a covered deck, patio and porch. There you go. Uh, the public record has eight, has six beds instead of seven. There's one bed that they decide to kick off. <laughs> it has gutters. Yeah, it, <laughs> it has gutters. Uh, the, the public record, it says garage, garage. Um, cooling central. It's got central air. Was built in 2018. Uh, it's got a fireplace. It's eight uh, eight thousand five hundred sixteen square feet with an eighteen thousand one hundred forty uh, square foot lot, I believe. Forced heating in the air. Wood frame construction. Renovated in 2018 uh, with a pool and it's a contemporary style. 
nearby. This is a beautiful house. It is a beautiful still. That is the best, the best house that we've seen on there. Little blocks on the show. Let's be honest. I would pay fourteen million for this house. The median price price for the for the neighborhood one point five nine million. And somebody laid down sixteen mil for that. It's no wonder he sold sixteen. Oh, jeez. He laid down. Oh yeah, he sold it for sixteen. So he made a shit ton of money on that. Right. Yeah. So, he threw uh, a price that he didn't think anybody would pay, and the guy paid it. And the Maple paid it. Too. Unmarked bills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it was sold for three point eight five million the lot, and then in twenty seventeen, yeah, uh, after it was listed for four point two nine, mm. and then sixteen million, oh. yes, at one Monday. Yep. So that is, I, I agree well, with no, Lyle. That's actually, five, sorry, that's the sale was actually a beautiful house that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, Johnny. I was just going to say, the, the house was actually sold in March, according to the story. It just, they held off on finalizing it until after Stamkos had finished there. the season, played, had his Stanley Cup celebration and all that I, stuff. I'm just, I'm just getting this from the REIT, man. Like, oh, I, I, know. I know, but the story that was reported that was reported to the, the, you know, yesterday, which I posted up. It said that the sale actually, yeah, was officially made Monday, but if the agreement was done back in March, it was just they held off until after his season was done. It, and Stanley Cup celebration was done. Definitely a beautiful house. Uh, yeah. One hundred and eight thousand dollars in taxes. So, yeah, well, I mean, he can afford it. I I hope he doesn't have to move into like a one bedroom apartment for That's a little while until his new house is uh, <laughs> built. Uh, so it went from seven hundred and ninety four dollars per square foot in 2017 to three thousand two hundred ninety eight mm-hmm. price per square foot. That's uh, it, so that was done well. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. That was done very there. well. Land, like you said, very the landscaping alone just. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but there's not a bad view nope. in the house. Uh-huh. Good God, every view we saw was just gorgeous. So, yeah. yeah. Other places in the area, uh, the uh, estimate price, uh, the highest one is 4.5. It's a 5 and 5. Not anymore. Yeah, I'm sure they're all, but, as well, as Sam Coase and his family was leaving, I'm sure the neighbors yeah. were like, thank you, Stephen. Thank yeah, the, you. the neighborhood's AAV went up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. So let's see if I can find the. So this is the other one, the four point five million dollar one. Let's see if we get some pictures on this. We get up. Oh, it's off the market. Nope. All right. All right. Well, never <laughs> fuck y'all. Just like that, it's off the market. Just like that. All right. So, all right. Lyle, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real. Wow. Fun. As always, guys. Yeah, yeah, that was more fun than thinking. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And yeah, it, that's one of the things I like about the about when we get into the dog days, because then we can just ramble. It's yeah. Exactly. It's still hockey related, but we just People we can are just get, ramble. Get what they paid for, which is nothing. So <laughs> you know, figure it out, folks. Yeah. But Lyle, we'll talk to you next week. We'll be uh, one week not close. next week, guys. Next week, I'm going to be down home visiting my parents for the first time in 16 months. We in Alabama. Two weeks. Yes. In September. Sweet home, uh, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if Alabama was Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, yeah. <laughs> They so, do say it's the, the Mississippi after. of Canada. Yeah, the week after. <laughs> That's right. Enjoy, don't, enjoy don't, it. Don't you be shit talking where we're from, son. <laughs>
All right. Enjoy enjoy the time with Familia. We will talk to you in September, sir. Yes, sir. In September. Hooray. Bye, Have a good one, guys. Take care. See, there he goes. Law Rich Inspectorshockey.net at Spectres Hockey on Twitter. Well deserved. So I'm going to have to remember that. Yeah. Right. Yep. When you're like, is Lyle coming on? Yeah. Oh, man. Should be like, wait, no Lyle. Um, all right. Shout outs, Johnny. Um, I mean, I guess I will give a shout out to the Jersey Shore. Apparently, there's a golf course near. Uh, the new house that my aunt bought. So I'm taking my golf clubs and playing golf. It's a nine hole course though. So I might just hit nine real quick and uh, come back to the house. Who knows? I'm off work uh, for the first time, like for real in a while. So that's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I think that's it. I'm I'm happy that the EPL's back. Uh, it started last week. My fantasy team scored the most points of anybody in the first week, which means that I will definitely suck the rest of the season. But you know, that. There's that. <laughs> what could go wrong? Exactly. You yeah. didn't uh, you didn't get into the EPL league. Mark didn't either this year. Yeah, I didn't get even get a. I don't think I've got into it last year. To be quite honest with you, I don't send emails. All you have to do is sign into the uh, thing and create a team and it's like you're back in this league oh well, in that case oopsie poopsie for me oh well yeah we can do i didn't remind anybody it's my own fault yeah it happens uh all right how about i talk about mine so shout out to uh shout out to card collecting it's a card shop down the down the road from me down in east grand so i might have to go down there this weekend That's cool. um Let's see what else. Uh, shout out to uh, Black Bears hockey about to get underway. Kids report yeah. next week, so oh. gotta get ready. And then Blaine's not too long from there. So hooray! Did you hear me. anything back from that, by the way? Uh, not since that last email, no. Okay. So I haven't heard yay or nay. So I'm just gonna. Sh- I was gonna show up anyway. So I would just check in to make sure you have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. I got the hotel reservation, so I'll just go and hang out anyway. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Maybe some new things coming along this in the, for the hockey season. I don't know. We'll find out later. And I'll announce that wherever. But for Johnny P, I'm Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been a uh, face-off hockey show on uh, every kind of podcatcher. Apple, Google, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, all that. Join us for that. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your mom. It'd be great. Uh, you want to support us on social media at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. And there you go. You can help us support that. And we'll get Johnny's 16 team, uh, 16 jersey team going. And uh, you guys can pick the jersey he wears on the air uh, for whatever. Each so, week. Each week. Oh, we'll just do what we'll do is just two, two, uh, two, two. There you go. Have two yeah. jerseys each time. And then yeah. they pick one. And then there you go. And then I have to wear it on the show. And then everyone can see it. It's great. So that's it. That's all. Until next week. Peace.